life, sex, goals, and oh, hell knows, this is Midlife Cravings. Cravers, this episode is so good and so hot. Just the tip segment is back, and it's funny. I edited it earlier today, and I hadn't listened to it in about two weeks since we recorded, and I thought, wow, this is fucking hot, amazing, and I actually forgot a lot of the stuff that I said, so let's get right to it. But first, I want to talk about a new toy that I am absolutely falling in love with. You know, Captain Morgan, he's my old faithful He is a toy that I have been using, uh, wearing out, (laughs) since 2017. By the way, that says a lot about a toy, right? I use him, hmm, I don't know, five to six times a week (laughs) in addition to my other toys. Listen, I like to play with myself. I like to take my time. I like to explore. And Captain just, I always find myself going back to him. However... I've tried the new OG Flow. It's the same kind of deal with as Captain. However, it's flexible. So I know Captain is pretty sturdy and not very pliable when it comes to fitting the G-spot into your vagina. And the OG Flow, it perfectly molds to your body. It also has a bigger top portion. And I feel like the clit sucker is a little wider and longer. And so it just gives that much more exposure to your clit, sucks it right up. Remember, Captain Morgan and the OG Flow, they're both true clit suckers. Do not use lube with these toys. They perform just fine on their own. All right. So OG Flow is the new version to me of Captain. Flow is a little more flexible to me because you do have the ability to move where the G-spot portion goes. It's also softer. It's not as rigid as Captain. I ain't complaining about Captain. (laughs) He is the fucking best toy I've owned so far. But okay, let's talk about Flow. I broke her out. I was super excited. I was a little intimidated at first because like I said, the clit sucking portion is bigger. And so I was like, let's see how I'm going to maneuver this. But I really liked it. I also found if I close my legs together, it fits perfectly. Like I don't have to use my hand. With Captain, I'm always holding the clit sucking portion. With Flow, I don't have to do that. So there's lots of different options when it comes to play. And I like how it's hands-free so I can be sucking cock while flow is attached perfectly. Okay, now my mind is (laughs) drifting to those kind of situations. But I just want to tell you, I tried flow for the very first time and I had an orgasm in under three minutes. It definitely took my breath away. I I was definitely in shock. Further, I didn't even watch porn when I used this toy for the first time. I'm I'm a big porn watcher. That's definitely something that I always do. This toy got me off in under three minutes without porn. So let's talk about where you can get one. You guys know I love Tracy's dog, tracysdog.com. That's T-R-A-C-Y-S-D-O-G.com. That's where you can get the OG sucking vibrator, AKA my favorite captain, Or the new Flow, which is an upgraded version of Captain, if you will. And I'm quickly falling in love with her. She's going to be a her. Yeah, she's going to be a her. You can go to tracysdog.com and grab both of them. Or if you already have Captain, you're going to want Flow too. 
you can use code CRAVERS20, C-R-A-V-E-R-S, and get 20% off. Again, you can grab both of these amazing toys at tracysdog.com. I am still, I'm going to do an episode where I talk all about my favorite toys from Tracy's Dog. I just, I fucking love their clit suckers. <laughs> They're the best. And I'm exploring with them. I have the Ducky. I have the Peacat. The Flow, the OG Pro, I have lots of, <laughs> lots of toys. And I like to take my time and explore with them so that I can teach you exactly what I love about them and how I use them. So a dedicated episode is coming soon, but I'm here to tell you, speaking of coming, Flow, <laughs> next level, you know? I mean, just like Captain. And it's been five years since I've been using Captain and Flow is by far the most comparable toy that I found to Captain. Like I said, I've been using Captain or the OG sucking vibrator from Tracy's dog for five years. He's my old faithful. Love him. <laughs> I always find myself thinking of him and going for him. But Flo, she is my number two for sure. Like I find myself thinking about her, charging her up, making sure she's always available to me. And I just know that you're going to love her too. So again, you can grab one for your own at 20% off using code CRAVERS20, C-R-A-V-E-R-S 20 at tracysdog.com. All right, let's kick into this episode. My friend Mai is here and she is so beautiful inside and out. It was so awesome having her on my show. I absolutely have to have her back. We're talking about dating in your 40s, dating in the dented can aisle. And like I said, this just the tip segment it is fucking fire. Enjoy, Cravers. Before we get started, I just want to say that I am dying laughing at what I decided to name this episode, but it's the fucking truth. Like, it ain't, it, I swear to God, when I thought about dating in your 40s and stuff, I was like, dating in the dented can aisle. <laughs> And you know what? Like I'm in the aisle too. And I was thinking to myself, if I were going to be a dented can, I think I would be pineapple. I mean, swingers, whatever. But you know, like that mouth watering, delicious and that like sweet sugary syrup, the kind where you want to drink every last drop and then it leaves you wanting more. That's my dented can. I'm a dented pineapple can <laughs> in the aisle. <laughs> Oh, so I have my great friend Mai here. Mai, welcome to the show. Thank you. Let me ask you a question. If you were a dented can, oh god, <laughs> I knew you were asking. In that. the aisle, what kind of can would you be? Because I was thinking, what kind of dented can am I? I think I'm pineapple. That's a good one. A little spicy. I don't know. Uh, maybe some pears. Ooh. Pears are kind of sweet, but they're soft and sometimes a little crunchy. I don't know, but they're all soggy at that point. <laughs> But definitely they have a sweet syrup too, so I like that. I think I'm a little sweet. <laughs> definitely. I was just thinking about it because I was like, you know, dating in the dented can aisle. And I was like, well, I'm in that aisle oh, too. Who wants to be pears? I want to take that back, but I okay. don't have a better answer for you. <laughs> Whatever you don't want to be is canned meat. Like that, no. I don't know. I like some spam though. So. Ooh. <laughs> Fry you up good. <laughs> Well, seriously, it's so nice to have you on the show. Thank you. you know? I'm so happy to be here. I'm so happy I found you. Yes. And we met on Instagram. When did you when did you find me? Did you find me on TikTok? No, I found you on Instagram. Mm -hmm. I don't even know how, but I was like, God, this, this chick is so fucking cool. Like Aww. I learned so many things from you. I was telling you earlier. I was like, I learned all my sex tips from you. <laughs> and I'm like so sexually freeing now. And 
sexually positive, and I just enjoy it more because of uh, all the things that you talk about. Girl, that makes me feel so good, seriously. Like, that is the – that's my why. That's my purpose. And so that's amazing. And I love following you. <laughs> and before you leave, I want you to teach me how to do a mirror selfie. <laughs> <laughs> we can do that. I'm an Instagram whore. Yes. So. I love it. And, you know, it's funny because we've chatted so much, and I feel like we're good friends, even though this is our first time meeting. <laughs> I do, yeah. Like, yes. I think we really connected over our past relationships, mm-hmm. and you helped me so much. You were like, fuck that. Get rid of him. <laughs> and I was – eventually, I was like, okay, fuck that. I'm I'm getting rid of him. Yes. I love that for you, and I'm proud of you. I think that's Thank hard you. to do. It was hard, but I'm so much better for it. Mm-hmm. And I'm just – I'm really happy that you're here. And it's been fun. We've been talking for, what, like an hour since you – Probably, yeah. I've learned so fucking much about you. Good God. Oh, my God. Wasn't that party hot? <laughs> I wish I could share every single detail Well, you're going like to take that. me. Oh, yes. You know what? You, too, can be a unicorn. And so, yeah, you'll come to a meet and greet with me. Okay. I'm, I'm in. Oh, my God. I would love that. Yeah. And so would all my friends. Mm-hmm. So let's do it. Okay. So let's get to know a little bit more about you. I know my cravers are like – who is this gal? My, what is she about? So I know our, our stories are kind of similar. We're in our forties out here dating. Um, when did you get divorced? I don't even know that. So I got divorced in uh, March of 2020. Like mm. I separated in March, 2020, you know, one of those, I call it a COVID divorce. Who knows? So I got divorced, jumped into a relationship, complete narcissist. And you know, we throw that word around all the time. Oh, girl, I know. But he is a complete motherfucking narcissist. Mm-hmm. Cheated on me the entire time. I kept taking him back and until I was finally like, I'm fucking done with you. Mm-hmm. And that was just very recent, like this past summer. And so ever since then, I've just kind of been dating. And I was, you know, in our off and on times, I've just been also dating. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just realized like dating is so much more fun than just being tied down in this toxic relationship. Oh, true. Or yeah. even meaningless marriage. Yeah. Well, how long were you married? 10 years. Wow. I was married 10 years too. Yeah. He's a lovely, lovely man. Oh, that's good. Lovely. But you you guys have three, you have three children. We do. We have three kids. But you know, sometimes when your marriage doesn't grow, Mm -hmm. when you grow, it's, it's very difficult. Yeah. But it was an amicable divorce. Yes. That's, God, what's that like? (laughs) (laughs) What must that be like? Because you said like you guys live near each other. We do. So Mm -hmm. it makes it very easy. We're very low key, low drama. And that's just what I'm looking for. I want to say something really quick because we're out here dating or whatever. And something that's important to me with someone that has children or an ex-spouse and they're co-parenting because I don't co-parent. I do what's called parallel parenting. Um, I do my own thing. They do their own thing. It's a very limited communication. But people who can co-parent together, I admire that so much. And in fact, when I'm dating someone, I ask you know, what's your relationship like with your ex-spouse? And that that will tell you everything. I know. And I want it to be healthy. I want it to be good. That to me is like, oh, I love that. I was dating someone and he was like, you know, we have dinner once a week with the kids. And I was like, I like that. I am not intimidated by that. I'm not insecure about that at all. Like whatever it takes to have a healthy, you know, relationship for your children or together or whatever doesn't matter to me. Like, I don't know. I just, I think when you can be amicable you can see each other work together. Mm. Right. I think a lot of people That's forget amazing. that whatever it is and you fight about or anything like that, finances, time, it all indirectly affects the children. It does. It absolutely does. And I think, too, it's really key when you can come to a place where you feel indifferent. I see a lot of TikTokers. You know, a lot of women are out there going through divorce and stuff. Their their husbands are cheating or – and guys, too. But the one thing I always tell people is I'm like, when you get to that point of indifference, 
then you're set free. Yeah. You know, you're not bashing your ex. You're not like, oh, this guy's an asshole. Fuck him. Um, That's a place that you want to get to. Yeah. At some point, we all have to move on. Yes. So you've been single shopping in these dented can aisles for <laughs> for what? A few months? Because like you were in that? Well, definitely for since June. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, when we had our off and on times, a month or two here and there. Mm-hmm. But, I, you know, I met some really great people, but I've met some fucking dented cans. <laughs> So where are you? So I, I told you about Field, didn't I? Field you did app? tell me about okay. Field. Um, where I, are you meeting people? I met. I meet most people on Bumble or you know the date, the typical dating apps. But you know it's very few and far between where you actually go out with someone and you actually like. It's like pointless to me. And so now I'm just kind of like, yeah, whatever. And I'll go to the bar and I'll talk to somebody because I can talk to a brick wall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the dating app thing. I can't fucking do it. I can't do it anymore. I can't either. Like, I, I just – and I thought Feel would be great for me because it's, you know, non-vanilla. It's definitely more of a kink app, which is what I like. But I can't even do that. No, but I like that one over the others. I actually should get back on there because I just like how people know how to talk. <laughs> That's and true, just get yeah. fucking straight to the point. Mm-hmm. Like, if I get asked, how was your weekend? Or oh how has your week been? Like, What's your favorite I, color? I would no. fucking die. Like, I can't do it anymore. I know. I just – and I also just feel like, does anybody really meet? Or is it just you want me to boost your ego for a little bit? You just I talk for a little bit and then no one ever plans a date. And it's just like, okay, see you later. Yeah, I feel like if, if I'm on a dating app, which I deleted all of those. I just – I can't do it. If I'm on it, though, I want to move to real life faster. Oh, as fast as you can. As fast as you can. Like, I'm like, let's just, let's do this. I'm not, I'm not here to have a texting friend. Yep. Like a pen pal. Yeah, I don't Text want a pen pal. pal. No. Okay. So let's talk about this. Dating in our 40s, this crazy midlife phase. And I think I want to kick off this episode of Dating Like This discussing the audacity of people out there. And it's men and women both. It's not just men. Um, but it's just crazy to me how people are these days. It's it's a little bit alarming. It is. Honestly. Yeah. Women um, are as well. A lot of oh, times yeah. we don't, you know, we don't, we always want to man bash or this and that. But a lot of times we are the problem sometimes too. I mean, it's it definitely goes both ways. And uh, I've shared a couple of instances recently where I'm like, this is nuts. Like the like they should be writing books out here <laughs> on how to have so much audacity because it's insane. Yeah. All right. So. I have a few things pointed out here I want to talk about. But the first one is I feel like there's just cheaters everywhere. Oh, especially where I live. So you're either single, which is very few of us, or mm-hmm. you're married pretending to be single. So mm-hmm. it's always like, oh, I can't come to your house. Is it because your wife's there? Right, right, right. And by the way, so like a lot of married men, I feel like a lot of married men are out there. And there's some women too, but like definitely men. When I was on field and Tinder, I feel like most of them are married. And I just think to myself, because like I get the vibe and you can just tell, like you just said. And I'm thinking, I'm going to find out. It's like trying to hide a pregnancy. Oh, like absolutely. the baby's going to come. Okay, like, <laughs> It's tangible. Like this is not, we're going to find out. Yeah. I just, it's like they live in this world of make-believe and think they're just going to get away with it. And then I also feel like like they're so egotistical that they'll be like, she won't be able to help herself when she finds out. She'll have to have me. Bitch, no. Yeah. Like, that to me, like, I don't want that. Like, I'm not a side piece. I'm the whole ass turkey. I'm the entree. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, and I, you know, that is just, mm-mm. No, I have been in that position. So, you know, like I'm not like I'm not like trying to knock anyone down being a side piece because I have been that person. I have been that person, too. A lot of us probably have been that person with or without knowing it. But the one thing I will say the difference is between when I was having an affair with a married man, I didn't seek it out. 
I can't imagine seeking that out. I feel like it just naturally happens, you know, like your coworkers or you're fucking working out together at the gym or you're in a group together or a pa- whatever. Like, I feel like that like naturally happened. I would never seek that out because it's no way to live. And plus, we're just badass girls. Like, we're independent. <laughs> we're yeah. confident. I, I feel like I'm a married man magnet. I, I'm telling you, girl, that's actually this guy that reached out to me this week on Instagram. And he was like just talking to me and he's like lives in Annapolis. He's like, yeah, let's meet sometime. And like I, I just am telling you, like he disappears. And then and he has a huge cock, by the way. I'll have to show you for really. <laughs> oh my God, it's huge. And I'm just thinking, you're definitely fucking married. Like you're married. I can just, I can just feel the vibe. And do you think that they fuck you better because like they can't fuck their wives that way? I do think that is a thing. <laughs> Yeah. They're like, I oh, mean, there's like, a reason I can why. do whatever I want to this bitch. Like, I mean, yeah, all your inhibitions go out the window. You're free. You can fuck how you want. I do think that is part of the um, allure and the benefits of an affair. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's funny because we talk about being a married men magnet. I kind of embody everything that a married man in a sexless marriage wants. You know, he wants the filthy slut. He wants the cum slut. He wants the girl that's like throat my throat your fuck you know fuck my throat fucking come all over my face like they want that and so i definitely attract that too um yeah that that is a thing but it's not worth it no <laughs> if you listen absolutely not no and it's just listen i i've learned big lessons from mr july i'll never do that again and um yeah just if you listen to my episode about affairs it's just it's no place to be it's no fun and nothing nobody wins it never ends well And so, no, 10 out of 10 do not recommend cheating. (laughs) So all these married men out here, run away. Bye-bye. And if I even get that vibe, my, I'm out. Yeah. I'm out. Okay. So let's talk about (laughs) some other audacity. And I kind of feel like this has to do, like, women definitely do this more than men. But they expect a free ride. Okay. So let's talk about that. (laughs) So I have a lot of male friends, a lot of them. And a lot of them talk about how they just like, they're like, this girl just wants to go out and have me pay for everything. And so I'll ask you, we talked about this earlier. (laughs) Do you ever go, you know, Splitsville, Havsies or offer to pay? Not on the first date. Okay. Never. Because I like, I, I take it as if I want to actively and intentionally look for a partner, I want someone that's going to want to pay for my first meal okay, or want to pay for me. And I can absolutely afford to do things for myself. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm looking for a partner that has those – should I call them values? I know. It is like They're that just old, gentlemanly yeah, way. It is. It is. I do like that too. Now, listen. I always offer. Always. Um, and I, <laughs> if I'm being honest with myself – if someone says, oh, yeah, sure, I'm like, ew. <laughs> so that is true. So I want them to pay, but I also offer. I definitely offer. But I will tell you something funny. So my friend Mike, I know he's listening. He's going to be like, oh, my God, I can't believe this bitch is talking about that. But you shouldn't have fucking told me about it, bitch. <laughs> so he went on a date with this chick. And they like, he was like, oh, you know, not thinking anything of it. And she texted him like a couple days later. And she was like, I swear to God, she was like, Hey, can I borrow a thousand dollars? Like a thousand fucking dollars? And she was like, "My cat's sick. My grandma's dying. My sister cuts." It's like an old country music song. Like you're like, "What the fuck?" So I was joking with him. And did uh, he give it to her? No, he was like, "Adrian, what the fuck?" Like a thousand dollars? He doesn't want a girl that can't afford a thousand dollars. Could you imagine? Help her cat. Can you? <laughs> her cat's dying. It's for the pussy. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but for real. And so what's funny is I text him the other day, like, this is never going to get old. I text him the other day and I was like, hey, Mike, I need something. And he's like, what's that? And I was like, $1,000. <laughs> he was like, fuck you, Adrian. I'm like, I need a favor. And he's like, what, $1,000? I'm like, it would just solve all my problems. But I just want to say, like, I... I do appreciate being paid for on a first date, but I don't expect it. I don't expect it either, but yeah. I would like to see it. And I will I know, it always just shows offer. that, yeah. And plus it's like, I feel as though if you are the one doing the asking, then you mm-hmm. pay. If I ask a man on a date and to go somewhere, of course I'll pick up the tab. Or if I buy tickets. So if he pays for oh, all yeah. my dinners and drinks, I'll find something active that we can do and I'll purchase the tickets. There you go. Or that's something. A good, yeah, a, I like it's that. It's a give and take. It is, yes. And that's how you, you know, you build – Rapport with somebody. Mm. Right. You're not taking everything. I hate taking No. Like, yes. I have a really good friend that lives in Charlotte, and he, he's, a, he's a, a very affluent guy. And he's, like, telling me, he's like, man, dating is so goddamn expensive. <laughs> and I'm like, well, what do you, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. And he's like, well, last night I took a girl out to, like, a steak dinner. And I'm like, well, that's your fucking problem. <laughs> like, you're, why are you taking a girl out Take to a steak Bell. <laughs> dinner on the first date? Now you've set the bar. Yeah. And he likes younger chicks. Mm. And so now all she wants is steak dinners. Like, you think mm. you can take her to McDonald's the next day and she's going to be fine? No. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, one of the things that Mike said, too, is that he was like, I was like, you're always gone on dates. Like, you're always out there. And he's like, uh, my wallet could tell you that. <laughs> like, I know I do feel bad for men. But if you're dating, you got to play the game. I mean, it's true. But I, I do like the balance. So if it's a second date, like, hey, I bought tickets for us here. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Because I, I, I don't know. I guess a lot of men that I date, if I were to pull out my card, I don't know. Maybe some men would feel a little... What do you call it? Like emasculated? Yeah, they feel that way if you if you offer. I don't know. I've had men that are like, fuck yeah, bitch. Oh, my God. This one guy I went on a date <laughs> then with. Then you're not for me. Yeah, this one guy I don't want to date with. I literally was just like, okay, we're going to go. And the bartender knew me. And she was like, all right, Adrian. I was like, here's my fucking credit card. I'm like, I guess I'm paying for his beers. He didn't even offer. <laughs> oh, girl, I don't, even, reach I was for, like, I don't no. even pretend to reach for my purse on the first date. <laughs> I do. I'm definitely a, hey, let me split it. I don't know. I just I think it stems from my childhood. I just feel like I owe someone something if I take something from someone. So I'm very like, let me pay. Let me pay my own way. Yeah. I don't want to owe anybody shit. Okay. Lots to talk about with that. So uh, another thing that I find like with audacity in people is those that are like fixer uppers. Right. So I think dating around this phase or in this phase, there's so many broken and unhealed individuals out there. Mm-hmm. They just are carrying that baggage from one place to the next. Oh, yeah. Because everyone's afraid to take time for themselves. Yes. And I'm telling you, I am not a fixer anymore. I am just not. And I want to say something really quick, too. If you're someone out there that's like, my childhood was fucked up or my marriage broke me. You know what? That's an excuse. Like, take do the work to heal. Have some self-awareness accountability and realize that, you know, you're responsible for your own happiness and those traumas and the past, they can't be an excuse anymore. We all have them. I'm done with that. We all have them. We just deal with them in different ways. And you heal yourself and don't use it as an excuse. Yeah. I don't like that. Like I do like a partner or someone I'm dating to walk alongside me as I heal, but I'm not looking for someone to do it for me. Like right. I'm not looking for that in somebody because they're not going to heal me. No, exactly. They're going to just create more trauma in my yep. life mm-hmm. because I haven't healed myself. Exactly. You're right too, by the way. A lot of people just jump right into the next thing. I don't want to use this person as an example, but someone very close to me, I, I, I don't, I, you know, I always, these things pop in my head and I'm like, I got to share this. Someone very close to me 
just got divorced and he's immediately looking for a new relationship. And I'm like, listen, bro, slow down, take some time off to love yourself. How can you love someone else if you don't love yourself and take that time to heal and go through what you fucking dealt with and what you were broken from and heal from that on your own? People are so scared to be alone. Oh, so scared. I I, I'm like, one of them. I, I was one of them because mm-hmm. I was in such a codependent relationship yeah. where I had never been before. And so from that, like after that, I was like, I need to find comfort in somebody. I need to find comfort in somebody. But over time, I was like... I can I can just find comfort within myself. And it's like now I'm I feel so fucking good. Because That's I don't amazing. have yeah. to rely on yep. anybody. There's something to be said for that because I did the same thing too. I immediately, when I got out of my marriage, I immediately jumped into a relationship with Prince Charming because he was safe. He felt that was my safe place, but I ignored all the red flags that were there in the beginning. And because I was just so, I was scared to be alone. I was. And so when you're okay with being alone and loving yourself, I feel like that's when things are going to start working out for you because otherwise you're just going to, like I said, carry that baggage to the next relationship. Yeah. Yep. Ugh. All right. So another thing that I feel like just the audacity is just the disrespect out here. Oh, the yeah. fucking disrespect. And like, this is a big one for me. And I spoke in a previous episode about this guy that I was sharing when I had my surgery to remove HPV cells on my cervix, right? It's a big surgery. And he was like, oh, it's just a little pinprick. Get over it. And I'm like, um... That's fucking rude and disrespectful. And it wasn't like I was like, oh, woe is me. I need, you know, I need coddling because I have to get the surgery. No, I was just like, hey, I'm getting nervous. I got the surgery at one o'clock. Like, fuck. And he sent me a selfie of himself. It was, I'll sh- oh my God, it was, I, I, I can't. And he's like, imagine the big cock in my pants if you feel nervous. <laughs> and I'm like, like, that is so disrespectful. Like, I love cock, but don't yeah, like bring it that- up to me that way. Exactly. So the disrespect thing. If you even show me a little bit of that, I'm gone. See, isn't that funny? Like, I I like dick, like, right? But if you're gonna send me something before I even see your dick in person, I'm I'm turned off. Well, <laughs> girl, you should see my DMs. And let me just tell you, I'm the same way. I don't I don't need to see that. Like, and if I'm not, and I also feel like if you're gonna show me this like big, beautiful, perfect cock, and I can't fuck it, it's just a tease for me. So like, I don't. And also, by the way, like most of them, I'm like, oh my god, no. <laughs> Um, no, I'm like, uh, hey, so have you ever trimmed anything down there? Or like, I don't know. I've seen, I've seen some weird things. Yeah, let me, <laughs> let, let me see it first, right. feel it out. And yes. then I'm like, let me crave it. Right. That's when you yes. send me the photos. Yes. I Like send it to me afterwards so I can crave that shit. Exactly. I always tell people like, I'm not, I'm not doing that. I'm not sharing nudes. I'm not doing all that stuff. If I'm not fucking you, there's no point. No. You know? All right. Lastly, when it comes to audacity, is the egotistical maniacs. God, there's everyone. They're so I know. Ugh, so prevalent. Goodness. And I feel like, especially with online dating, like it's just a lot of ego boosting, complimenting. Like, look at my huge cock. Like that talking phase. You know what is that? And like to me, it's so empty. There's no substance behind that whatsoever. Yeah, not a fan. There's some men that send me photos, and we're texting. They're sending me photos of just them selfies all fucking day, and I'm just kind of like. after a while, I'm like, how many more times can I say, how cute, adorable? Like, what do I say? Nice. Like, Oh, my God. Can we, talk, can we talk about this? Well, first of all, I just want to say this. You are so good at taking selfies and sharing you and your friends going out. Like, I'm always like, wow. Because we're amazing. hot bitches. We're going like, to share that shit. I don't know how you do that so well. Because me, like, God's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm um, sitting on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm like. 
like send them a photo from like a month ago or reuse and recycle i know but i'm just like dude i can't send selfies all the time like it's just so not me it's not like i'm like um sorry i'm outside cutting grass drinking a beer in the corner of my yard killing a snake but you didn't make that sexy I don't know. I get very uneasy when guys are like sending me selfies in the bathroom like, or at the say? gym. I don't know what to say. I don't exactly. either. I'm just like, cool. You <laughs> just want me to blow your he- your head up. Yeah, I just go, cool. Which kind of t- turns <laughs> it turns me off because I'm like, do you really need that much like encouragement? Right. That ego boosting, like you need validation. Like yes. I'm not trying to validate you. No. Bro. Same. <laughs> and don't even get me motherfucking started. If you're like, do you have a snap? Gone. Delete. <laughs> Blocked. I can't. No. I'm sorry. I can't do it. Now, I feel bad saying this because Baywatch and I do communicate only through Snapchat. <laughs> if you look at my Snapchat score, I think it's like 29. Okay? So, like, I'm not a Snapchatter. But, like, with him, I don't know why he and I just communicate through that. But if you're like, do you have a snap? I'm like, no. Yeah, snap is some shady shit. I can't do it. If I, I'm I just, trying to be shady, I'll get on some snap. But I, I usually just, don't. I can't do it. I can't do this. I can't do all the selfies. And I, you know, I just feel awkward. Like, I don't know what to say. Like you said, like, I'm just like, oh, cool. I love taking selfies, but I'll post them for all to see. But I'm not going to send it to one person all the time. Yeah. It's just almost like. And then also, what's up? Pay with the, attention to me. And what's up with the blue steel look with men? Like, <laughs> <laughs> It's so fucking dumb. It is. So, they're like. <laughs> and I'm like, um, cool. Yeah. I, I don't want to say that. I just I don't know if I'm too old. I just, it makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> also, like, I, I wish that I could have a professional job teaching men how to make dating profiles. Ooh, you could. <laughs> you should get on TikTok and do that. Give tips and, like, have people send you the, their dating profiles. Because it's either and- blue steel fish. Fish. Or, like, um, oh my god, just a chest photo? Just what is chest. That? I'm like, I need to see they're your married. face. They're married. Yeah, if there's no <laughs> face, no. Yeah, married or, like, they're too goofy. I'm like, I like goofy. I like the funnies, but... I need a stand-up man too, not just some goofball. Yeah, it's that's a whole nother. That's that could be an entire <laughs> episode about fucking dating profiles. Yeah, that's interesting. There some of the photos I'm just like, no. But yeah, the blue steel ones, I'm like, dude, you're not sexy. And also, if you have a big beard and you don't take care of it, what do you think I think like, your balls look like? What the fuck is like? growing in there? What yeah, if your beard, if your chin looks like that, I can't imagine what your ball sack looks like. <laughs> I love some chest hair, though. I love chest hair, too. And I love a scruffy face. But it's got to be taken care of. Yeah, it's got to be high and tight. You got to take care of that shit. Yep. And there's this, I'm just like, ugh. Like, they expect us to, like, take care of our shit and, like, keep it tidy down there, but. Oh, girl, there's been some times where I've literally, I'm like, no, no, absolutely not. No. Like, I've seen, like, Bushwhacker. I'm, no. I'm like, you want me to suck that? Come back later. No. (laughs) No. Come back. No, I'm like, no, like you got to take care of that, man. And then also I think a lot of guys, you know, people don't talk about, it's not just hair on your balls. Like they have, some guys have hair on their actual shaft and I'm like, I'm not sucking that. I'm not doing it. I'm not going to floss my, floss my teeth with your fucking pubic hair. It's not happening. No. (laughs) No. God. All right. We've got (laughs) beards. The fucking, yeah, you got to take care of that shit. Like that to me is a immediate. And it comes with a stench. Like. It's like hair stench or some shit like that. Like not guys that had their shit together. No, no, yeah. I'm talking about the hairy shit ones. Yes. Ugh. Okay, I gotta. <laughs> it's like Fromunda cheese. I can't do oh, it. I gross. can't do it. Okay. <sighs> okay. Let's talk about one last thing with audacity, really quick, because I think there's a lot of audacity out there with people who just want to take it all and give barely anything back. 
And this comes into my mind because I had a listener that just was messaging me yesterday. And he's so into this girl. He actually said, I'm in love with her. And I'm like, okay. But he's like, she's not sure what she wants. And I was blunt with him. And I said, hey, listen. Well, um, it's not you. It's not you. It's (laughs) exactly. I'm like, he says, you know, she sees me on her time, you know, when she feels like it. And she's confused and busy. But those gray areas. Is he talking about me? (laughs) Is this someone I'm dating? (laughs) (laughs) But like, she's just, it's so simple. She's just not that into you. It's not you. And she's out here playing with this man's emotions. And like, don't let people do that to you. I mean, he was telling me, he was like, you know, we have a date next Tuesday and it's going to be amazing. And I'm like, next Tuesday? It's fucking Wednesday. Like, nail down that weekend. Like, and yeah. And like, that's, that's your, you're going to accept that? Like that, that to me, I just, I don't know. And You know, men and women will continue to play and fuck with you in this way because they can. Yeah. Because they keep getting away with it. And then when they meet motherfuckers like me or you, and I'm like, oh, fuck that. And they're like, what's going on? And it's, it's, you know, don't tolerate that kind of behavior. It's just... I don't know. What you allow is what you're going to tolerate. Oh, absolutely. And you know, the thing is, people forget that if they wanted to, they will. Yeah, well, we it's hear very that true. all the time. Mm-hmm. But like, if a man or a woman wants to see you, they're going to try and see you the, the first moment they can. It's so true. And it's just so simple. Like, I don't understand why it's so complicated for some people because I'm like, it's really actually like very she's simple. saving your ass for a Tuesday when nothing's happening. That's another thing. I was like, oh, a Tuesday. Like, she's not giving up her Thursday night. Like, right. I fucking wouldn't if you're going <laughs> to. There we go. And so it's like, you know, I told him, I said, I wouldn't, I would cancel. Like, you know, and hold firm on your boundaries, set high expectations for yourself and remember who the fuck you are, how we allow ourselves. And I've done it. I've been guilty of it. Oh, me too. How you allow yourselves to lower a standard for someone. No, don't ever fucking do that. Nope. No. All right. So one of the things when I was asking you about audacity is you mentioned big dick energy. Oh, I can't stand it. (laughs) Like... I feel like like we're both like successful women and we we get our shit we have our shit together. Yeah. Right. So we're not looking for a sugar daddy. Mm-hmm. Although they would be nice. <laughs> and in a Cole Smith style, fuck yeah. Find me on Instagram. I know. Are you ninety six <laughs> years old and a fucking sixty billion millionaire? Whatever. Well, I draw the line. I have boundaries of <laughs> Oh girl, that. I would suck them all balls. Oh, for- girls, Adrian. <laughs> Oh, my God. If you're 96 years old and you're a fucking billionaire and you want – oh, yeah, I'll oh. sit on your face. Ugh. Oh, my God. I definitely would do that. I don't know. There's no shame. I'm, I'm reconsidering our friendship a little bit. <laughs> but anyway, um, like, I, like I'm like i in real estate. I'm a, I'm a realtor. Mm-hmm. I was dating this lender and he's smoking hot, really cool, but he's like a chameleon, right? And he would like talk about how successful he was. But I can tell, like, when you're kind of, like, in that entrepreneurial world, you mm-hmm. kind of know, like, if this person has that drive or not. And yeah. I could tell right through him that he was not. And I would just sit there and just listen and listen and listen. And I'm just like I, – I, after a while, I'm like, just shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like, you, you're just – you're just trying to exude this big dick energy mm-hmm. when you don't have it. And I'm just like, why? Because I would completely understand. You know, we all have our ups and downs. I would have completely respected him a lot more if he had just been very open about it. Yeah. So I just think that people just need to be very truthful and honest about who they are. Right. It's like we're going to find out. Yeah. You don't think like if we get in a relationship and I, I find that you have like fucking zero money. <laughs> no, right. Right. Well, you know, I kind of correlate big dick energy with being cocky. Oh, yeah. I like that. Like confident men, like my dom – that motherfucker, he runs the fucking show. He he and he is extremely successful, hardworking, and he dominates my fucking pussy in the bedroom. He don't talk about it. 
He just is about he it. He just does it. He, he just, just yes, do. Yep. Don't talk about it. Be about it. And like, you're right. Like that big dick energy, like throwing it around it's the room or whatever. Off. Yeah. Especially it when it's not true. I know. Ugh. So it's either false, you're just pretending, or mm-hmm. it's you're just cocky. You're a cocky motherfucker. Ew, I don't like that. Big turn off. <sighs> All right. So lots of audacity out there. <laughs> it's just, it, there's a lot out there. How do we survive out I don't this world? know. I don't know. But we're in this together. <laughs> I always think of that fucking visual when COVID was happening or whatever. There was this. I'll, I'll have to send it to you. It's like a cock and a pussy, a cock and an asshole. It's like two cocks and a pussy, then one in the asshole. And he goes, we're in this together. <laughs> like, like, every time I Everyone's say that, just I think fucked of that. in one way or another. Right. Exactly. <laughs> if there's one way I want to get fucked, though, it's that way. <laughs> I have not done that, by the way. Oh, add it to that list of yours. I do. I, I added it. All my cravers. I shared my my fantasy to do list or whatever. They're like, Adrian, you have to do double. What is it? Double vagina DVP. Double vaginal penetration. I feel like such a prude around you. <laughs> I would definitely do DVP. I don't know if I'm going to do DVP and anal. That to me is just DVP. too much. DVP. What is d- double vaginal d- penetration? Oh, so two okay. dicks at the same time. Oh goodness! I've seen porn like that, and like it's enticing to me. And I actually have a couple that wants to do it to me, and I'm like, oh, I don't know. I mean, I'm probably, I'm sure I'll do it, but we'll see. I heard it like blows your mind. I don't know. I'm tiny. I'm scared. I know, yeah. but like it just it all goes in, girl. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> all right. So we talked about audacity. Let's talk about do's and don'ts of dating in your 40s. I feel like I've touched on this before in a previous episode, but I have some new ones. I got some new ones. Okay. So my biggest do is protect your peace at all costs. Oh, yeah. If it's, Nothing's worth that. No. If it's causing you drama or there's baggage seeping in, things seem anxious or stressful. If it's not easy for me, that's a hard pass. You know what I mean? Like protect your peace. My friend Jasmine um, shared this quote on her Instagram and it said, whoever brings you the most peace should get the most time. Yeah. I like that. It's yeah, very true. That's great. Yes. All right. So a big don't ignore red flags. Oh, yeah. Don't ignore those red flags. Nope. At, at this age, we are set in our ways. Mm-hmm. We're not changing. Yeah. Men I are agree. not changing. You and I are not changing. Yep. Don't ignore it. Agreed. Listen to your gut. And like those red flags are there for a reason. And drop those rose-colored glasses. It's so easy to keep them on, though, I know. But you you got to. You got to see it. You have to see things for what they are. And, you know, have I think a big thing is, like, have your own life. Don't jump in with both feet. That's what I did with Prince Charming. Yeah. I immediately got into a relationship with him. And I, you know, I got to take it slow next time. Check yourself before you fucking wreck yourself. Yeah. You know? That's a big thing. So don't ignore those red flags. And you know them, girl. You know you, We them. all know them. Oh, yes. We just choose to ignore them. Yep. It's and I see it. It's funny. I see it all the time. I will give mad props to my best friend, Katina. She points them out to me and she keeps it real, not in a negative way, but she's like, hey, listen, you might want to pay attention to that a little bit. And I love that about her because she's looking out for me. Yeah. Because it's hard to see when you're in that like honeymoon, you know, yeah. rose color. I mean, I know. I've been I have there. one of my best friends. She's in the dating world and, you know, she was also in very toxic relationships prior. And I like, she does it to me too, you know? So mm-hmm. it, you have to have friends that do that for I you. I agree. Because when you're dating somebody and they're like Prince Charming and they mm-hmm. say all the right things and all this and that, and like you have to keep it real and be like, no one's that perfect in the very beginning. I know. Yep. It's funny. Maybe they are. One I of the, don't know. The only uh, argument Katina and I have ever had was she pointed something out to me about Prince Charming like two or three months into our relationship. And I didn't talk to her for three days. I made this big deal. That's a long fucking time for me and her. 
And the reason why is I knew she was right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I didn't want to accept it, though. I ignored those red flags. I definitely did. I could have saved myself a lot of trouble if I would have listened to them. Yeah. So don't ignore those red flags. No. (laughs) All right. Here's a big do for me. Remember that your happiness is solely your responsibility. You cannot put your happiness in someone else's hands. Yeah, you cannot seek it from Mm -hmm. anyone else. No. And when I see someone who, like, revolves their mood around if they got a text or they're waiting for someone to make a plan for them and then they end up disappointed, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Oh, I see my friends do it all the time. Don't do that. I probably do that, too. But I'm just – it makes me so angry for them. I'm just kind of like – Live your life. Yes. You know, snap out of it. They're, they are not responsible for your happiness. And maintain your own life. Like, I do not rearrange my schedule for anyone. Yeah. my I literally, like, I'll be like, hey, I'm coming to the first date in a hat and gym clothes and smelling like a fucking ball sack. Because guess what? I'm not giving up my gym time. I'm not rearranging my schedule for anybody anymore. And I'm not giving that power to anyone yeah, else anymore. Yeah, I did that a lot in my last relationship. So did I. I didn't take re- vacations I wanted to yes. take. I didn't go on trips. I, I'm, I'm very comfortable being by myself and traveling by myself, but I never did it because I always he was he was like I want to go, but then he wouldn't. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm just like if I want to take if I want to go to dinner, I will fucking go. Yeah. Or if I want to go to a, a vacation, I will go. It's I'm not so waiting true. for anyone to fucking go with me. Yes, thank you. And I mean, so many people do. Like I have a friend who's he was like all upset, and he, I'm like, what? She hasn't texted you today? Like what? Who the cares? Fu- what the fuck? Either go find someone else to text or, like, just do whatever you're going to do. Be happy with yourself. Someone else should not provide that happiness for you. It just no, I, I can't stand people that get hung up. He hasn't called me today. I'm like, who gives a fuck? Yes, yeah, same. <laughs> Girl, that go comes text, with our age, Go though. text with your girlfriends. I mean, who fucking – yeah, exactly. I'm the same go way. Go get I'm ratchet like, with your girlfriends. Yeah, I could give a fuck, too. I'm like, uh, his loss. That's, like, I, my saying care. nowadays is who gives a fuck? I know. Like, I feel like I say that – thousand times a day <laughs> i love that i have no fucks to give that comes along with our age by the way you know in your 20s you're carrying like heavy buckets of you fucks. just want everyone to like you yes and then in your 30s you're busy with kids and doing the married bullshit and all that stuff and you drop a lot of them because you don't got time for those fucks anymore and girl when you turn 40 oh my god like i just am like goodbye i have maybe oh, yeah. two fucks to give anymore that's yeah. it <laughs> I have none. Uh, maybe I have one. I don't know. <laughs> Half a one. In a small a bucket. You can hold your buckets with your pinky. Yeah. At this point. Yeah. I will spend time with who I want to spend time with. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to spend time with me or give me some effort, I don't give a shit. Yeah. I will give that effort into myself. Yep. Agreed. Oh, God. That to me is growth. That to me is progress. It takes a long time. It's it not does. like an overnight thing. Mm-hmm. But once you get it and you start practicing you will, and doing absolutely. it. Absolutely. <gasps> I will never give that up for any mother no and listen we've all been guilty for it we talked about that and i look back and i'm like why oh yeah (laughs) why did you do that yeah it's gonna take a very very special man to come in my life that's gonna have me like give up even a small part of that i know i feel like it's kind of a problem for me my walls are so high oh yeah i know but that's all right yeah i'm good (laughs) i'm good i don't give a fuck (laughs) yeah i can give a fuck right now yeah (laughs) I'm going to, when I'm editing this episode, I'm going to go back and count how many times you said, (laughs) I don't give a fuck. (laughs) All right. So here's a big do too, is do take your time in the beginning. And for me, I need to look in the mirror when I say this. Um, I need to say it again and again and again. You know, give yourself and your new interest space and breathing room. If they don't text back right away, or if they have plans, like let that be okay. Give them the space and time to get back to you. That's a big thing. That is a big thing. And it's, yeah. We also have to realize that just as we are talking and dating other people, so are they. 
So just because we are talking to them, we can't expect them to drop everyone else. And they have families. And most of us have families, kids. Jobs, jobs, wives. obligations. Yeah. Like, why did you say wives? Wives. <laughs> lives. <laughs> lives. I was like. Or wives. Wives. Oh, God. <laughs> For some of you listeners out there. Yeah. Um, but it's true. Like, maintain your own life. Do your own thing. And remember that the relationship that you have with yourself is the most important one that you will ever have. You yeah. know? Okay. So this is a big one. You know, with taking your time, like, I feel like this is a big thing. And I have made this mistake in every relationship I've ever had. Do not say I love you during the talking phase. Like, first 90 days, we shouldn't be dropping that L-bomb. No. I, you will never hear me say, <laughs> if I'm dating, I'm so sorry. Like, no one's going to want to date me after this. But, like, I will never tell you I love you until you tell me first. Oh, that's for me, too. That's just me as a, in general. Like, I will put my guard down for anybody. But, like, Prince Charming and I, I think that happened in the first month. That's not. No. And It probably happened with my ex. That's why I'm so fucking jaded. <laughs> And, like, it's great. Well, if he's a narc, that's love bombing. He oh, definitely absolutely. did. Oh, he definitely did. And it's great to feel like you're in love and think that you're in love, but you're really not. Like, you barely know this person. And you may like a lot about them, but dropping that L-bomb too soon no, is never good. bad news. Mm-mm. What about sex? Like, I – like I, I'll fuck I'll fuck first date. What's wrong? Wait, wait. <laughs> nothing's wrong. Like, <laughs> I, I like do, too. Time. Like, if I'm feeling it and I want to have sex with you, I'm yeah. going to have sex with you. Uh, me, too. But then, like, sometimes I have to re- reassess that because I'm like, I kind of – I could have liked that guy. And then I think so many men kind of have that thing where they're like, well, maybe she just wanted a one-night stand or maybe I just wanted a white-night stand. And, like, I'm like, well, I could have gone out with you again. I don't know. <sighs> and I'm not fucking calling them. It's been a while. So I don't. I don't do the chasing either, girlfriend. I don't all. fucking chase nobody. Mm, me either. I don't give a fuck. And I'm not playing games. I just don't chase. Yeah. Um. It's been. So, it's been a while since I've dated. I've been. I've just thrown myself into the lifestyle. So like, I really. I'm kind of out of touch with this. But if I had a one night stand, if I'm if I'm gonna fuck you, I do want to see you again. You yeah. Know? Even mm. if it's like on a friend level or whatever. And I think I maybe that's where I say like a lot of men. Maybe they'll think that I'm gonna be extra needy because we fucked the first time. But I'm really not. I think I'm pretty cool. Like, I just want to chill out and be friends and, yeah. like, see where it leads more. Right. Or we can just have sex. I don't – this is – I haven't really thought about this. And I feel like because I, I don't equate sex with love. I don't no. equate sex with feelings, which is probably – I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. But I, I know. That's don't. what I'm saying. Like, yeah. it, like, sometimes I feel like I lead with sex sometimes. But sometimes I just want to get laid. I know. Me too. I just love fucking. Right. <laughs> I haven't really thought about that. I don't know what that means. But if I if I'm gonna fuck you, I'm gonna want to see you again. I'm not gonna, and I also I don't fuck just to fuck. That's a waste of talent. Yeah, I, I li- <laughs> if I like you, then I'm gonna fuck you. If I like you yes. to some extent, if there's chemistry and connection, we're having sex. Yeah, yeah, and it feels good. I hear rules where they're like you should wait to have sex. What three days? Three date rule. Or there's some lady on fucking TikTok which is like ninety days no sex. Fuck off. Fuck that. Yeah, no way. I'm not wasting three months with some guy no. and have sex with him and be like, oh my god, he has a suck. small ass dick. Oh my god, never. No. Nope. <laughs> Maybe the second date. <laughs> Um, you know, but I'm trying to sit here and think like, do guys, I don't know, is it, but I also, I don't think I'm not looking for that vanilla relationship. I don't want that. Like, let's date a few times and do this right. Fuck that. I'm going to do what I feel. That's just how I go. Yeah, me too. (sighs) And like, I'm not, I think, I feel like a lot of people would hear this and maybe think that like I'm a whore or a hoe, but I'm not like, I'm, I'm very delightful hoe. Like I'll admit it. Like I'm not some trashy whore. Like. Here's the fucking thing right now, by the way, I want to say something. If we were men, 
that term we'd be giving ourselves like high five exactly that term would not even enter this conversation so fuck that and i'm just out here doing what i like i'm doing what i want where i want with whoever the fuck i want and i should be that i'm not hurting anybody no and i'm healthy i take care of myself i'm helping someone else feel good yeah and i'm (laughs) feeling good myself like anybody who has a problem with that that's their internal insecurities and their issues yeah but it's true though if if we were men it would be a totally different story yeah no doubt because people think I'm a slut, a whore. I hear it all the time. And that's fine. You think what you want to think. But um, it's a very bullshit and biased term. Like, I hate that. You know, like, you can think I'm a slut or a whore. But if we were guys, they'd be like, oh, shit. You Be know, the man. Yeah. Like, I fucked five people on Saturday night. Oh, what a whore. You slut. You're disgusting. But a guy, they'd be like, oh, man. You, you know what I mean? Like, it's totally different. It's yeah. not fair. No. I don't care. I'm out here sharing it. I have zero fucking regret. Um, I don't care what anyone thinks about me either. No. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I know I'm delightful. Yeah. You're not. It, listen, I always say, if you're not laying in my bed and if you're not paying my bills, you have no say yeah. over what I do in my life. And there ain't nobody living in my bed and there ain't nobody paying my bills. So fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely, fuck off. Okay, so I want to share something really quick. If you feel yourself getting carried away, you know, in the beginning of a relationship, you know, you're planning your entire future together just after a few dates, you know, there's a few things you can do. And I feel like one of them is keep those feelings to yourself. Oh, yeah. Don't be sharing them with your partner. That's the fastest way to get ghosted, I think. It is. And also, like, that's a love bombing thing. If someone started sharing all that with me, I'd be like, they're a narc. They're a covert narc. Oh, yeah. Because, like, that love bombing is scary. So that will scare them away. And then also preaching it to others, like all your friends and like I'm so in love it makes it feel more real than it is and it also makes you look a little crazy a little bit (laughs) so yeah and just remember that your brain is on drugs you know like that dopamine hits that dopamine is something else oh girl I know I love that and you know it clouds your judgment if I could snort it I probably would oh me too absolutely but it clouds your judgment about that person and so detox yourself a little bit take a step back you know see things for what they really are and keep in mind that Everyone has flaws. And that pedestal that you put them on, it's not real. You know, like they're just a normal person like me and you. So I think when you're planning your future and you're like, this is going to be amazing. This is everything I thought it would be. Take a step back. Like have a little bit of reality check because you're going to set yourself up for failure if you don't. Absolutely. Those expectations, it kills everything. I know. And I think that like sometimes, you know, women, we often forget that, you know, we'll go out with a guy and he's maybe he cross the boundary we don't like or he says something we don't like or he you know our our paths just don't align in some ways but men can also have those feelings Mm -hmm. you know like Mm -hmm. sometimes when they men you know stop talking to us because our our paths don't align in some way and women are like it's a red flag it's not a fucking red flag he just he he just has a boundary and you didn't meet it Mm -hmm. so he has the right to be like you're not the one for me Mm -hmm. it's not a fucking red flag right agreed stop being the victim here Oh, I hate that victim mentality. No. Yeah. I'm all for like, yay, woman. But like, you, you got to not be the victim. Mm-hmm. And you have to realize that you are just being a little bitch right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, bitches be cray. No, yeah. <laughs> I have lots of male friends. Bitches are crazy. I know. I can be some fucking crazy myself sometimes, <laughs> but I can check myself. Yeah. All right. Here's a big don't when you're dating with somebody uh, or dating in your 40s, whatever we're talking about. Don't send nudes. Never. Ever. Especially in the beginning. Like, I know the temptation is there. And I feel like everyone overshares everything. I mean, listen to my show, right? (laughs) (laughs) But you don't know who this person is yet. 
That's yeah, a, we like, often we so often forget we don't know who these people are. Yeah, or what they're going to do with them, or who they're going to show them to. And by the way, they're showing them to their friends. Absolutely. Yeah. At least I mean, at a minimum, don't show your goddamn face. Right. And like, I'm firm on this rule. Like, you should only share nudes with someone you fully trust and you have been given that explicit consent to. Yeah. You know, because I mean, it's happened to me too before where I'm like, oh man, I sent him, you know, a picture of my tits. I probably shouldn't have done that. Um, and that's just the worst. Like, just don't do it. No. Mm-mm. I kind of, I think it automatically kind of puts you in this genre of stereotype. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I'm not, I don't judge anybody, but someone would automatically judge. Me, if I just instantly sent a, a, a nude. Well, a guy. A I guy. also like to weed people out because men love sharing. Men love showing, especially guys with big dicks. They're like, oh, you look at this big dick. And I'm like, cool, whatever. Um, but even I, when they do that to me, I instantly put them in this like genre of men that I, yeah. I'm i probably not going to ever talk to again. Well, so I don't want to be classified as that as a woman. Yeah. Another thing, too, is though I can like weed people out because I'm like, hey, I don't share nudes. And they'll either say, I'm cool with that. Or for guys like, well, fuck you then. I'm like, perfect. Now yeah, I know. Don't want to ever talk to you again. Douchebags. Yep. Mm-hmm. But yeah, don't send those nudes, man. And once you send them out, they're out there forever. Yeah. Ugh. You got to keep some level of self-respect. I mean, it's just, it's it's out there. And I'm also very nervous because of my show. I'm like, if I send them out there, you know, it's, uh, that's a lot to think about. Okay, so a do is do remember your boundaries and set high expectations for yourself. I feel like we talked about this a lot already. But, you know, I always tell people, like, if you weren't out here entertaining these assholes, you might have the time to find what you really deserve. Yeah. I mean, that's really true. I feel like when you're lowering your standards, you're really just wasting time, you know? And I'm a big believer in the less that you do, the more aware that you become, And I saw this quote where it was like, when activity is lowered, awareness becomes heightened. And how do you even see clearly and know what you want when you're constantly dealing with bullshit? Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like the person who only sees you on a Tuesday or, you know, someone that you're like chasing after all the time. You're missing other opportunities out there. That person, it's just, it's not for you. Oh, yeah. 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 Like I I went on a binge where I was like going on dates all the time. I go on a lot of first dates just Mm -hmm. because a lot of people just don't. Don't cut it for me. Yeah. But like I stopped doing that because I'm like I'm wasting my goddamn time, mm-hmm. energy, effort. And so I kind of stopped doing it. And then like I go out with my girlfriends, walk around the corner, and I meet this cute guy. Oh, right. Yes, yes, We're yes. We're not dating. But like, but yeah. you know, like, yeah. I that, that, that it's awesome. Right. And like if you were busy getting those, you know, you up texts or waiting for someone to text you, you would totally blow by that because yeah. you were distracted by something else that wasn't healthy for you. So I say make a list, you know, like what's important to you and then hold that line. And I was thinking of like (laughs) immediately I was like respect, hardworking, not a man child, understanding of my time. You know, as single mothers, you have to be understanding of our time. Um, Someone that's secure and confident and their actions speak louder than words. Yeah. That to me is everything. I don't give a shit what you say. It's what you do. Yeah. You know. Um, and then also like you got to, <laughs> this is the hard thing too. I think to myself when I think about my list, you got to have that freak inside. <laughs> I can't do vanilla. No. You call, you said swagger earlier. You got to have some swag. Yeah. If you're, if yeah. you're trying to get me into your bed, have some goddamn swag. Yeah. You got to have that freak. I, I can spot them too. That's like, that's my sixth sense. I'm like, my freak dar is just. It's just even the way you look at me. Yeah. I know. Look at me like you want to fuck me. That intention. Like, talk about your day, but, like, look at me. Like, I'm going to do some shit to you. Let's talk. You know what? That talking and that, like, intention, like, my dom has. Oh, my God. Like, when he looks at me and he's like, you know that pussy belongs to me, right? And I'm like, yes. 
yes, yes, it does. Yeah, yes, I know. <laughs> and he'll be like, I, t- I I talked about it one time before we were out to dinner, and he was like, the place is fucking packed, my like packed. And he goes, you think everyone in here knows what a little slut you are? And I was like, <laughs> I don't, I don't think so. You should tell him. Like I was like, you should tell him. And he was like, I think I should. He's like, do you think they know that I just filled your pussy up? I mean, he is just filthy, and I love it. Oh. <sighs> okay <laughs> i can't i can't even think about him for that much longer all right so let's talk about my last do and it's to be confident oh yeah oh my god that is and- the number one thing on a, like my friends always ask me what's your type my type you know aside from all the normal like things physical things mm-hmm. but you have to walk into a room and fucking command the room yes i love that too because i i'm very confident and if i walk in a room i walk in every room like i own it mm-hmm. and that's just how, like, I, you know, we all I'm the same to, way. Like, yeah. you have to. Mm-hmm. And so I want to walk in a room with a man and we just fucking command the room. Mm-hmm. And like we were talking about having the intention and stuff. And this is, there's a fine line. I'm not talking about cocky. I'm talking about confident. And one of the yeah, biggest you just want to command that respect. Yes. So one of my biggest, in, my biggest like things and turnoffs is when I can sense someone's insecurities or lack of confidence. So lots of sorries. Like, sorry, but I'm wondering. Sorry, I suck at this. Girl, I'm like, no, I can't do this. Yeah. Or someone that's like, happy Friday, by the way. What is that? <laughs> like, what is that? No, it's just, it's, just, and the, like, I told you about the guy who was like, hey, do you think you give a shot to a guy like me? No. Nope. Not now. Nope. Absolutely not. Because, like, you, you're showing me a lack of confidence and I'm not interested anymore. And then, like, it's like, probably not, motherfucker. Like, if you're already doubting yourself, like, why wouldn't I doubt you? Yeah. So having that confidence, oh, my God. In and out of the bedroom. Of oh, my God, yeah. yes. Mm, it's everything. It's fucking everything. All right, so before we move on from do's and don'ts, I just want to say something. So I want to mention how in this phase of our lives, we've all been through shit, right? Divorces, having kids, families, like all kinds of stuff. And I think that we need to remember all of those things and learn from the past, you know, I always say live and fucking learn and like, don't do the dumb shit again. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I think forgetting the lessons from the past, that's a major mistake that you can make. Yeah. And I mean, that comes with a lot of like self-healing and mm-hmm. taking the time for yourself yeah. and not carrying the baggage like we spoke about before. Mm-hmm. Like I like for me, like I say it over and over and I tell my I have to remind myself over and over any new person I speak to. It's like that codependency, man. It's like <sighs> massive. Yes. And I think a smart person remembers every unpleasant experience in their life, you know, and you remember it without resentment, without anger. It's just like a memory that's there so that you don't find yourself in the same situations again. Yeah. Like you really got to think about that. There's so many learning lessons. I mean, I love learning the hard way. (laughs) I definitely do. But, you know, you have to take those lessons and use them and for to better yourself in the future. You just have to. I think a lot of people are just blind to see that. They are. You know? Or I think sometimes I sometimes I have to to take a step back and realize, am I so jaded by my last relationship that I'm potentially just have my wall so high that I I am passing up a, a potential yeah. great guy because I am so jaded and I think I don't want to say I think the worst in everybody because I think I always want to see the best in people. I know. We're but the same, so hard. and it's really because I don't want to get hurt like that again. Because it t- it took a lot to to get where I am. I think it's important to remember, but also allow yourself. And I hate this fucking word, but allow yourself to be vulnerable again. It's really hard to do, um, but it's important, you know, because otherwise we aren't gonna find that we're not gonna let someone in. Yeah. I mean, and girl, my walls are high. 
right? Like I'm not even entertaining dating right now. Mm-hmm. I'm not even entertaining it. I'm just I'm sticking with my lifestyle peeps because uh, that's where my that's my little safe place right now. Uh, but I got to get there. But I'm not going to forget what happened in the past. But I do need to open myself up a little more. Yeah, I maybe I'm still kind of stuck in that way. Like I'm dating, but I'm just dating basically to date, like mm-hmm. just to have something to do. And that sounds terrible. Mm-hmm. But that's just kind of the phase I'm in. Like I'm very emotionally numb to feelings, and so I think I'm I'm hindering myself from finding that potential great partner. But I'm not I'm not in search of somebody right now. I can't tell you how much I relate to that, and I bet you a lot of my listeners can relate to that. You as know well. what someone told me recently, and I have been living by it like for the past couple months. Is you know at some point all of us are going to end up in some sort of relationship, and so we have to take our mindset out of the, I have to be with somebody, I have to find somebody to be with me too. And I only have a year or two until I am in a relationship again. So this is my time to do whatever my wants to fucking do. Yes, yeah. And that kind of just, it hit me and I'm like, that is so true. Like, this is my only time between the kids and Mm -hmm. like my ex, like all that stuff to do what I want to do. Yeah. It's funny you say that because I think I I actually joke around with friends and I'm like, it's only a matter of time until I'm miserable in a relationship again. Like, that's terrible to say. But I do think about that. Like, I'm like, it's only a matter of time and I'm not going to have this... I mean, girl, being single, and I've never, I think like you, we were married for a long time, and then we both have, we have kind of a very parallel life together. Right. We jumped immediately into another relate, another LTR. Toxic. Yeah. And like, now this is our time. And for we the first time chance. ever. Yeah. And we get to love, and you know what was really cool about the difference between being in your 20s and single and now? We have money. Yes. <laughs> like, we have resources. Yeah. I don't How need amazing. anybody. I don't need that security. <laughs> I have that security right. for myself. Right. We built our lives for ourselves and now we get to enjoy it a little bit. You yeah. know, oh, I can't tell you one of my favorite things as like, you know, do you remember Sex in the City when mm-hmm. Charlotte had her single sing, What was it? Um, secret single behavior. That's what it was. And she was like, I like to look in the mirror at night and, you know, look at my whatever. She And I, I like to turn music on really loud in my house and I like to like make breakfast for dinner and I'll have breakfast sometimes for dinner, like four nights in a row and no one can say anything about it because that's yeah. what I want to do. I love those like secret single behavior things that oh, we yeah. get to do. You know, it is very nice. All right. So let's talk about non-negotiables with dating because I feel like if you're out there dating, you got to have some non-negotiables. You have to know what you want and don't want. Yes. And so I thought it was funny that both of our number one is no smoking. Nope. No smoking, no addictions Who of any kind. Smoke I can't smoke. I can't I can't kiss Ew, a me smoker. either. And I love some making out. Like, yes, me too. I if I can't make out if I can't make out with you and enjoy it, I'm not dating you. Same. And so if you're smoking, that's fucking disgusting. Agreed. So smoking, addictions, unhealthy behavior. By the way, it is alarming how many people do cocaine. Oh, just, I have really recently discovered that. Yes. No clue. No clue. I know. So you can't be doing that cocoa either. I just I'm not a big fan of being around drugs. This yeah. is not my thing. Okay, so that's that's number one for me. Uh, number two is no drama, no gray areas, no confusion. Like, I will be immediately out. I don't play games. I mm-hmm. hate that smoke and mirrors bullshit. And you can feel it right away. You know. Yeah. I will cut you out so fast. People say, you know, Adrian, you're icy. You're so cold. And it's like, no. No, I'm just, you I'm just not know your anymore. boundaries. Exactly. Those are non-negotiables for me. Okay, so... <laughs> This number three, okay, as I made like a quick little list, this thing's off the top of my head. This sounds fucked up. And like, I, I know people are going to be like, you're fucked up for this. But it's just, I've learned from experience and just going through things myself. I cannot date someone with little kids. No, no. And I sound fucked up my saying that, but like they're too young. They're too impressionable. And I'm not going to involve my daughter in someone else's life either. 
You know, I made that mistake with Prince Charming. Like, I, I want someone where if my daughter sees me dating someone, she'll be like, oh, that's my mom's boyfriend. No big deal. You're not coming in, stepping in as a fatherly figure. It's just, and like when you have little kids and they're impressionable, girl, I can't do it. No. I can't do it. I, I have a rule where I will not date someone with kids younger than mine. Same. I can't do it. Uh, yeah. And right now that's under the age of 10. So like, yeah. I remember I met this guy and he was like, I have a two and a five-year-old. And I was like, I can't do it. Ooh, like hot, I can't even, but... I can't even put the effort into that. And I'm, I'm like, I, just, I, I love kids. I just I can't do, too, do it. But I just, I can't do it. I'm I, just, I, my kids are self-sufficient. I have, you know, I have a schedule with them and I just, no. So let me ask you a question. If you do meet somebody, like, do you have, have you thought about, like, did your ex-boyfriend, did he meet your kids? Yes. Okay. And how did that go? Um, it was fine. You know, we were friends prior. So my, like my kids already knew okay. him. So right. it was a little different situation. But did he live with you? He No. Okay. So that's different too. No. Yeah. That was a difference. But yep. there has been not one person that I have dated recently that I have met my kids. And I no, have yeah. zero intention of introducing Same. my kids to anybody. Nope. So a big thing for me that I learned through Prince Charming, because Prince Charming was so safe and he was my family. And like... We moved really fast, loved him so much, and he lived with me. Um, and so he was in my daughter's life. It took her over a year. My, we, if we saw a boat, if we saw like something that reminded her of him, it was tears, like Aww. drastic, like ugly tears. You know what I mean? And um, I told myself, like, I'll never do that again. Yeah. And it's just so unfair. And I know he misses her and thinks of her and loves her so much, too. And it's just, it's too messy. It's too fucked up. Again, if she meets some guy in my life, it's going to be like, oh, that's my mom's dumb boyfriend. Yeah. And I don't want like, it to be that way. Yeah. I'm just, I'm, I cannot, and I cannot, I don't want to be in some other child's life and then be ripped away. I can't do it. So no young kids. That's mm -hmm. a non-negotiable for me. And it sounds fucked up. I'm a single mom too. What I'm about men parent. that don't have kids at all? What do you think about that? Because like I'm back and forth between that same. because it's great because they have time yes. and they can pay attention to me, but at the same time, they don't understand <sighs> My, my life as a mom. It's like looking in the mirror. I'm <laughs> like sitting here. Yes. I want I the ones with no kids, but I feel the they same don't get it. way. And like, if you don't have children, you just don't get it. I always tell people, I'm like, you, you cannot understand until you don't understand the constant. You don't understand the fear, the worry. Your, your heart is operating outside of your body. People can't understand that or the sacrifice. Or that they just simply come first. And they always fucking come first. Huge. Yes. That's such a good question. Um, Either way, there's always going to be obstacles. I feel like a guy with kids, you're working around his schedule too and his baby baby mama and all that stuff and dealing with that kid situation. Um, and then a guy that doesn't have kids, it's like he doesn't understand. No. He doesn't know what I go through. You know? No. I guess um, at the end of the day, I just want someone that generally loves me and that will love my children like their own. But I'm not, you know, I've, I'm just not looking for a father for my kids either. They have an amazing, amazing dad. Oh, that's awesome. And I, I – I just can't put them through that. So. I think for me, I want my daughter to see me happy. I think that's really all I care about. Yeah. I don't want her to be looking for a, fa a male figure in her life. I just want her to see her mom happy mm -hmm. and in a healthy relationship. And that will help her too. Exactly. Like that's what, you know, one of the things, ugh, my, this is so fucked up. And it like, it still guts me what she said. So when I broke up with Prince Charming and stuff and I was low, okay, like low, low. And I remember it was the last time we ever hung out. Um... And I was just like, I was a mess for like three days. I was crying all the time. And I never cry. And she said to me, she was like, do you think there's like a, I wish there was just like a good guy island somewhere where we know we could go Aww. and meet someone there and he would be a good guy for you. And I'm like, oh my God, like my daughter's never seen me happy healthily. Like she's never, 
she's never seen me in a healthy relationship. And that's fucked up, you know? Yeah. Um, so I just want that for her one day. I don't want her to find, you know, or seek solace in some man in my life. But I mean, if they get along and it's, it's just, if they get along and he respects her and he treats me so well that she sees me happy. Yeah. I think that's what matters. To and me it, most. it's a great example for her. And yeah. she's grown up as well. Like, just, like, don't settle for some mediocre man. Well, I tell her that I always say to her, I'm like, we don't tolerate bad behavior. We no. just do not tolerate. But I mean, leaving Prince Charming was one of the hardest things I've ever done. And I was like, we cannot tolerate this. And um, it's tough, but I will say I'm proud that like I raise her that not everything's butterflies and rainbows because I don't want to set her up for because yeah. it's fucked up out here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that's a big one. That's a really good question too. It's it's tough. All right, so number four, I don't I'm a non-negotiable for me is any baggage that will affect me. So like I can't tolerate ex drama. I don't want nothing to do with that. Yeah. Um. And Debt. That's a big. Oh one for me. yeah. And I just, I'm very indifferent to like things you have going on in your life. I don't want to be bothered by that. Yeah. My life is Handle hard enough. Handle your own shit. Exactly. Uh, number five, no man childs. Nope. I will say this a hundred times. Like, I'm not your mama, but you can be my daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not making your appointments. I'm not fucking managing shit for you. I'm not cleaning up after you. I'm not doing your laundry. Like, fuck that. Like, it's 50-50 or I'm out. Yeah. No. Huge. I've learned that. Let me tell yeah. you. Oh, my God. What's for dinner? You know, I'm still. Yeah. I'm triggered by that response. Like, what's for dinner? Isn't it like, funny how how people can just rephrase something that makes a real difference? Like, instead of what's for fucking dinner, how, what are we going to make for dinner together What tonight? are we get- – exactly. Thank you. And I would be like, oh, we can make this and this and this together. Yes. And then we can have sex and blah, blah, Right. Right. Oh, I hate that. What's for dinner? Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely not me. Uh, okay, so number six, I had um, uh, a non-negotiable for me is I'm never legally or financially tying myself to someone again. Mm-hmm. I just have too much to lose. And like we said earlier, like Anna Nicole Smith, bitch, I'm all in <laughs> on that shit. But other than that, no, I just and there's just no point of it. And no. I just I just I can't. I remember the shit I've gone through legally. I'm remembering the things and how quickly things can change. And I just I have too much to lose. And I have too much to lose for my baby girl. Yeah. I'm not putting like your babies like you're not putting them in jeopardy of losing things. Just some dumbass relationship you had. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So now. And then lastly, um, no shacking up. Like it goes with the not, you know, I don't even like to do sleepovers. I <laughs> talked about earlier, like get the fuck out, you know? I know. I was telling you how I'm like, I have to work tomorrow. They're like, it's Sunday. <laughs> if I let you yeah. sleep over, I kind of like you. Oh, if I let you sleep over, that's a big deal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. By the way, speaking of which, you know how I loved having sleepover is Baywatch. I loved having him over. Our mornings together were so fun. We would make mimosas and make breakfast. Aww. We would sit out on the porch and drink. Like, he's someone. He can stay the night whenever he wants. I, like, loved that. But, yeah, it's rare, girl. Yeah. Like, you ain't staying the night. Nope. Mm-mm. I probably had, like, maybe I've had the principal stay the night, and then I have the German stay the night, and that's about it. I love how you name. <laughs> All right. That's how I keep them straight. I know. Me too. That's so funny. Okay, so some of your non-negotiables you said were mama's boys. Oh, I can't do it. And, and you know, there's I guess there's nothing because I have a son. He's 18. He's lovely. But he's not it's a – It's hard fuck. to believe you have an 18-year-old, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> he's not a mama's boy. Like, he is, but he's not. Like, he can stand up for himself and yeah. all this and that. I, I wouldn't mind them, but, you know, I just don't want to get in a situation where the the mom is, like, telling him what to do and he does it. Yeah. Like, have some backbone. It all goes back to that confidence. Yeah, you know, I've never man. been with a mama's boy, so I don't want to I guess be. my ex-husband kind of was. And mm. I mean, I, I love his family and I loved him. But there were times, you know, he didn't stick up for me when he should have. Mm-hmm. 
And that the, is definitely that's, a thing. That's, I guess that's where that mama's boy comes in yep. for me as a non-negotiable now. And then your other, this is a great non-negotiable, is inability to communicate. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, do not let me try to figure shit out. Use your motherfucking words. Yeah. I hate that. I agree. Not being able to communicate, that's a no. Yeah, it's not Health, it has to be a healthy communication. Right, right, right. Like you have to be able to tell me if I if I hurt you in some way. Maybe I'm not aware of it, and I won't be aware of it until you tell me. Right. Oh my God, there's nothing worse than me, and I think women do this a lot. When you're like, "What's wrong? Nothing." Well, what's fucking wrong? What, like, I hate that. Like, I'm like, oh, I'm trying to. I'm off. learning how to communicate myself. <laughs> um, so it's important to me to find someone that is able to that, so that I can also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, communication is key. And then your other non-negotiable was no babysitting. Oh, I mean, that's God, hand no. in hand with the I'm man so child. social. Yes. Like, I'm so social. Oh, yes. Like, in social events and stuff. Yes. Like, I, I, if, I, if I'm going to – well, first of all, if I'm taking you somewhere, like, you got to be a stand-up man. I say that a lot because that's really what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. You need to hold your own. You need to be able to talk to people. You need to – I can't wander around with you. I'm busy no. talking to others. And I'll, I'll draw you in the conversation, but then you got to hold your own. Agreed. Yep. That's one of the things I'm proud of myself. You can take me anywhere. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll, talk, to a, I'll talk to a brick wall. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and if and so if I go on a date, like I went on a date this past Wednesday. It was like a 45-minute date. What? Like, <laughs> yes. Like we you just had get drinks. coffee? Uh, drinks. Okay. I Like I could not – I was like pulling answers out of him and he just w- couldn't carry a conversation. I was like, God, I got to go. Yeah, I can't do that either. And I mean, we could talk to anybody. So no. I'm like, if I can't talk to you, that I'm a must realtor. Be really I can bad. talk to anybody. That's yeah. my job to talk to people, right? So if I if I can't have a conversation with you, you're just not the one for me. Agreed. Ugh, crazy. All right, so let's talk about. Because I think it's important to say because we're out here doing this, and you said you love doing first dates. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, let's talk like first date specific. You know, quick and easy pro tips. Okay. Well, okay. So should I, should I get started? Go for it. Absolutely. <laughs> so I I tend to not do dinner dates for the first oh, date. That's... I don't like dinner dates. Okay. Because, you know, like you learn a lot about people on a, when you're having a meal with them. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a little intimate. Like it's fucking two hours at a minimum. Yeah. And that's a lot of time to share with someone that you don't like. Mm. Um, so I'll stick to like a drink or coffee. An okay. hour and then you can choose if you want to hang out with them after or not. Um that's a good idea. That's a good tip. So like you said, like that 45-minute coffee date or drink date, whatever. Yeah. It, I think it cuts the pressure off a lot of people too who's going to pay, oh, you yeah. know, all that stuff. And mm. so I much prefer that. Um, and I always try and remember, you know, if, they're, if they're, their behavior is not great, I'm like, it's your first date. Everyone's on their best behavior and this mm. is your best behavior. Mm-hmm. That is I'm out. so true. You're right. That's a, that's a very excellent tip too. All right, so I have one of the tips that I have, and I refuse to meet someone unless we FaceTime first. Oh, yeah. Like, FaceTiming is a must. Like, I'm not going to waste the first date or waste the time. I have know? to hear what you sound like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, can I tell you that I went out, I was talking to this guy. God, he was so hot. He's like this big tattooed guy. He was so hot. And I like that. And I met up with him, and he, like, I felt sound so terrible saying this, but he sounded like my gay best friend. And I was like, how is that coming out with this big burly man? Yeah. Like it was such a turnoff. Mm. I couldn't do it. Yeah. I got to see your mannerisms. I need to hear your voice. I agree. So FaceTime is a must. And then also, you know, a lot of people don't use recent photos. That to me is like, by the way, like, why are you doing that? Like, you think <laughs> I'm not going to know like what you look like? You know what I mean? And so FaceTime, that helps resolve that. Yeah. <laughs> like you can even Instagram video call. You can Snapchat call. You could do anything. Like there's so many ways to meet someone before you wait. I don't know. I, not that it's a waste of time. I just, 
I don't know how you like first dates. I hate all of that. I hate all the. I, hate I the think timing. if I didn't do what I did for a living, I would hate them. Yeah. But I meet strangers all the time yeah. through work. So yeah. it's not a big deal for me. Ugh. <sighs> all right. Well, let's talk about. So anybody that reschedules or cancels, it's immediately no for me. Immediately no. Like, what if it was like first, a really good reason? But like for a first meet, I mean, you have to be like, uh, it has to be a really good fucking reason. It can't be like, oh, something came up or I mean, if you're children, I understand that. And so I, I am flexible. Listen, I am flexible. But it's like for a first meet, like if they really want to get to know me, if they're really interested in me, um, they'll not they're not going to cancel or reschedule our first meet. Yeah. Are you you're more flexible than me? I'm more of a eh, you must not want to get to know me that bad. It I depends. Think, I think I too, my time is so valuable to me. Like if I carve out time for you and then you cancel the day of that fucking yeah. sucks. And that goes back to why I don't rearrange my schedule. Like the last guy who canceled on me, I was like, well, I'm still going to go work out. I'm still going to do my thing because I didn't change my plans for you anyway. Yeah. You know, but I don't like that, especially for a first meet. Yeah. I don't know. And if you planned it, you scheduled it. I know shit happens, but I don't know. Speaking of first dates and first meets, I feel like for the men, you know, a pro tip is make the date convenient for her Mm -hmm. and set it up. Like, we love a planned event. Take care of that shit. I don't want to think about it. Tell me where to go, what time to show up. Right. I love that. And then I think when you're on the first date, you know, pay attention to their mindset. Like you said, like you should be on your best behavior and you're already having problems. Red yeah. flag. And like if you're someone who's negative, that to me is like. I can't do mm. it. Like I'm trying to like I try to stay happy all the time and right. go get her. Like if I even get an ounce that you are just half glass empty. I hate that. I, yes. Yeah. It's the worst. It's a no for me. And then also like, any immediate judgments, especially for somebody like me, like they're like, oh, you're in the lifestyle. You know, what do you just fuck everyone? Like judging me, mm-hmm. I'm like, mm, done. So, <laughs> you know, watch out for those. And then I think keep an open mind when you're on a first date too. Yeah. Like just because they don't maybe like look exactly like your type or they're a little bit different. Like I feel like I like differences now. I think the lifestyle has opened me up to that. I told you, like I've opened myself up for sure to many different types of men, many different types of cultures and people. And I like that. Yeah. So having a closed mind is just, you're not going to get that far. Yeah. So um stay safe go with your gut like that's a big pro tip like mm-hmm. I, I went on a date with this guy and i swear to god i felt like you know like sit down i just want to take or no relax i just want to <laughs> take your picture like i'm like um or he's like we're just gonna watch this movie and then i'll let you leave like i was like my head is gonna end up in a jar like my gut was screaming and i was like i have to go so go with your gut yeah. <laughs> stay safe for sure when you're on those first dates and then I always tell your girlfriends where you are, too. Oh, I do the whole. Like, I always have my, my fine friends on. Oh, me, yep. too. Yep. And then I think a big thing is let go of the fantasy and meet the person in front of you. Mm-hmm. You know, because, like, you may think you know your type um, and, you know, you have, like, these expectations set in your mind about what the perfect person's going to be like. But, you know, let yourself branch out a little bit and you might be surprised. Yeah. And also when I think about my type, like I told you, our type is very similar. Mm-hmm. How's that working out for me? <laughs> like the fuck boys the you know cocky asshole it's not working well no. so i need to like branch out a little they're not bit. even fun anymore i know i know it's so predictable <laughs> it's so fucking they're so hot though they're all yeah. beard and their muscles i know and t- i know tall dark and handsome baby blue eyes i mean i'm just like sucker yeah that is yeah 
<sighs> so on a first date, like on a, for a pro tip, like you should be, you should feel seen and heard and not misunderstood. You know, yeah, the conversation like should, should be back and forth. Mm-hmm. You know, I I can't stand the conversations or like, I I'm naturally a conversation conversationalist, so I will keep asking you questions because that's how you get to know somebody. Yeah, and it's so easy to have a conversation with somebody. You just have to fucking listen. Mm-hmm. And then I can't, I just can't have a conversation with someone that I'll ask you a question. All you have to say is. What about you? Yes. Like, and right. so Show many men inter- don't interest. do that. Yeah. They Agreed. just answer your question and then that's it. And I'm like, yep. okay. Mm-hmm. And then another thing, another big pro tip on a first date, stay off your phone. Mm-hmm. Like, have you seen the TikToks where like this guy's sitting here swiping other girls while we're on our first date? <laughs> what the fuck? Don't do that. Like, give them your full attention. Also, one of my biggest pet peeves is when like you're talking, you're dating someone and they get in your car and they're on the phone the whole time. I fucking hate that, by the way. I feel like it's super rude. I'm like, hey, I'm driving. Let's talk. I don't know. I just, I don't like that. Like on the phone the entire time. It was like having a teenage son. Like mm-hmm. I'm like, are you done playing your little Roblox? Yeah. Are you done? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I don't like that. I'm a little guilty of that, but I really, really do try to put a, make a conscious effort. <laughs> I mean, like there's a time for that always, but I mean like the entire drive. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like that to me is just, I don't know. I may be a little sensitive to that. Like Prince Charming was always on his phone. Always. Like he was not cheating on me. That man was the last person on the earth to cheat on me. But he was always just like looking at stuff or looking at how we get in the car and it would be silent. And yeah. I was like, oh, I'm just well, chauffeuring you around. Sense. Yeah. Because my ex, my ex was always on his phone, mm-hmm. you know, whoever he was talking to. But uh, so I guess, I guess I appreciate that too. Now that I think about it. Yeah. Like just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in this car too, you know? Mm-hmm. So while we're on the subject of first dates, I want to note a few great questions that I feel like you can ask on a first date and something that I find myself doing in. It's not like it's a job interview. Like these are just a few questions that you could pepper in. So the biggest one for me, is there someone out there that thinks they're in a relationship with you? Mm-hmm. And you can like immediately sense their reaction, by the way. Mm-hmm. And you can tell like, because I don't like that shit. You know, is there some girl that thinks you're going to hang out with her on Tuesday? <laughs> like that poor Tuesday guy. Yeah. He's going to listen to this and be like, oh, God, like that's so <laughs> brutal. But it's true. She's, but maybe now she's he won't accept him. Right. Um, another question that I really love is tell me about your best friend. Uh, I do like that one. Yes, because and see the way that they explain and share about them, because I feel like narcissists, especially they don't have a lot of people close to them and find out about their friends, what they like about them, stuff like that. And how you speak of other people. Like if you said, tell me about your best friend, I'd be like, oh, my God, Katina, she is my rock. She is my everything. She keeps me motivated and supports me and loves me. Like I would just tell you so much because our relationship is so strong. You know what I mean? Yeah. You you should light up when you speak about people that you love. Yeah, it's like kind of falls in line with sometimes I'll ask, how was your relationship with your ex? Because mm. that tells you a lot too, because a lot of men will just instantly talk about all the negatives because it's yes. natural just to talk about right. the bad things that happen. Mm-hmm. But like if someone asked me about my like ex-husband, I have nothing but good things to say. That's really good. And so that just shows the emotional maturity of how you handle yes. relationships. And you're healed. And you're healed. Yes. And you're indifferent to the past, which is where you want to be, by the way. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's very good. But if someone's just going to like – like shit talk their ex it just tells me that when we break up even if it's on good terms all they're gonna do is shit talk me girl there is something to be said for the person that's always like my ex is crazy oh yeah she's crazy that's like the biggest cop out oh i know my ex is running around telling everyone i'm fucking crazy oh yeah and i'm I'm fine with it oh yeah but he's a narc so you know (laughs) 
That's what they do. Uh, yeah. We, who cares about them? Okay. So here's a good question that I like to ask. And I feel like this kind of helps me source. Um, you know, I'm always looking for the freaks. I'm always like asking and, and wondering what do they like in bed? Um, so do you like sober or drunk sex better? And uh-huh. I know we. <laughs> I asked you that question. You were like, because oh, for me, I like sober sex. To me, being sober that's, I mean, I don't know. I just like, that's where confidence really is. Like, I don't want someone that has to have a few drinks to get loose with me. You well, know, that's me. <laughs> so does that mean you will never sleep with me? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just feel like, so I've, so like, especially for one night stands or whatever, like you have to have alcohol. Yeah. Mm. Try it. Do, yeah. do me a favor. Try it without it. I probably wouldn't have a one night stand unless there was some alcohol <laughs> involved. <laughs> See, I guess for me, I just I want someone that's like all about it. Like it like you don't need that. In fact, the last last lifestyle party, I barely drank and I loved it. I had the first party, I was hammered by the end and it was very blurry and I hate that. This time I remember everything. Mm-hmm. And uh I don't know, I feel like it's just better all around for me to be sober. Yeah. I'm gonna ask <laughs> I mean, that loosen on the up next a little day. bit, but yeah. To me, I feel like someone that's like sober. I'm like, yes. You can fuck me morning, noon, night, middle. I don't care. Like you don't have to have that. But what if they follow it, it up with like something really cheesy? Like, I just want to be fully passionate with you. Like that would turn me off. I don't know why. If they said they went sober. Yeah. And they follow it with something like super cheesy. I mean, for I me, just want to look in your eyes. I like sober sex because I want to remember it all. And I want to enjoy every bit of it. I don't want I don't like that like fuzzy phase and that like black. Yeah, I don't want to be completely hammied, but like a little buzz. A little buzz. I mean take the edge off, yeah. But like drunk sex. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, I can't like be that drunk. messy drunk. Yeah. I mean no, you I are like getting either. your ass eat, I feel like when you do that. <laughs> but <laughs> but I want someone that wants to eat my ass in the morning. Okay. Like I don't want you to have to be like, I gotta be drunk to do that. You know? Yeah. I, I don't get know. It. To me, I like I like sober sex better. Always, if I had to take take a pick, it would be that. And then I also like to ask, you know, what are you passionate about? I love creative people. I love yeah. people who have that. You got to have that drive and focus. Yes. Oh, yes. And then also, what kind of vacations do you like? Mm-hmm. You know, like, are you someone like a camper? Are you a camper? I, I don't camp, but I love hiking. Oh, I can do hiking too, but I'm not like a camper. I'm not going to be sitting by a fire for three nights and shitting in the woods. It ain't happening. <laughs> <laughs> happening but beach caribbean like if and if you don't like that oof that's gonna be tough i have found that like a lot of people that especially have grown up here or have lived in the same space or place forever Mm -hmm. they don't travel very much they just have this own bubble and that's Mm -hmm. a turn off for me i like to travel too like there's a whole world out there for sure even just go to maryland (laughs) go somewhere Uh, well, there is that huge dividing line. A lot of listeners probably don't know this, but Marylanders and Virginians, we don't like each other. Yeah, I I've ne- I rarely come to Maryland. I, <laughs> I can't believe I've been in Baltimore City. Like, I'm taking you down there. Yeah. It's a little dangerous, but we'll live on the edge. I'll, I'll go out. Yeah, let's Baltimore. go. I'll take you out. You haven't, like, have you never been downtown? Never. My, come on. Ever. All right, next date, that's what we're going to do. Okay. You've got, it's beautiful down there. I know Baltimore, there's, there's more than murders <laughs> there, okay? There is. And um, I mean, I live in like the burbs. Like I'm out in Loudoun County. Yeah. So you, you've probably never been I, there. No, I have. Yeah, oh, yeah, really? yeah. I used to work in Northern Virginia. I've worked everywhere over there. I've worked in Fairfax, Herndon, Reston. I'll be in Reston on Thursday. I'm always around down there. Okay. I'm doing lots of stuff. Yeah. Um, but no, but there is like, especially with driving. Oh, yeah. Maryland. I hate driving Virginians Maryland. Virginians hate each other. <laughs> I've been in Maryland twice this week. I don't know why, but 
I don't know what the fuck. I'm so glad. Did you bring your passport? <laughs> you got to like venture out to get here. I know. It's a thing though. It's definitely a thing. Like, yeah, it's funny. I do like, even travel lot. to Maryland. <laughs> I blur the line. I go back and forth. I have lots of friends in Virginia. If I had a reason to come out here more, I would. Well, you're going to have a reason you're going to come to Baltimore with me. I will. I'm going to take you out. Yeah, Please for do. Sure. I can't believe you've never been down there. We have to do that. Okay. Add it to the list. Do some ratchet shit up in here. Well, that's the place to do it. Yeah, <laughs> I tell you, I'm ready for it. Uh, I, I do love Baltimore. It's it's sad to me what's happened to that town. You know, I live there. I you know spent a lot of time there in college, like in the city, and um, but I still I still love it there, and it's still a vibe. And mm-hmm. you know, like I said, there's more than murders there. There are some <laughs> spots, and it's gotten kind of bad. It has a lot of my friends have moved out of the city, but um, I'll always have a spot, a special spot in my heart for Charm City. Yeah, you know, so I'm gonna take you there. Please. Yes. I'm like the yes friend. I will like. Ooh, unless, I love, yeah. I, I see you, girl. Yes. You're always out. I, like I said, I love following you. <laughs> all right. So all these dating tips and lots of things we've been talking about. Let's wrap this episode up with a just the tip segment. My favorite segment. <laughs> I, that's where I learn all my sex tips. Yay. I got a lot today because it's been a while since I've done this. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> I'm going to start well, that off. because I'm not sleeping with anybody right now. But, you know. <laughs> Listen, preparation for next time. Preparation. Okay. So this is – I'm coming in hot here. So when you're sucking cock, it should make noise. Okay? It should make noise. Like the slurps? It should make lots of noises. The gulping? The the, the gluck gluck. It should make noise. (laughs) Okay, so I have a funny story, and I know my friend is listening. So I'm playing. There's, like, two couples on the bed. Um The partner of mine, he was fucking my throat. I think he was eating out his wife. So there's, like – Seven of us playing on this bed. And it was funny because my friend mentioned to me, she was like, Adrian, she was like, I was thinking to myself, like, is there a cat somewhere that needs to throw <laughs> up? And I'm like, and I'm like what? Because I never thought about this. Like, to me, like, every blowjob sounds like that. Wet, messy, sloppy, like, throat fucking, like that, like, gluck gluck sound or whatever. Not the entire time, but most of the time. And it was funny to me because she was like, so like, she was like, oh, my God. And I was just like. It's it should be like that every time, no? I don't know. I love all the noises. So if you're given a blowjob, kick it up a notch on the noise factor. That's why I need a couple of drinks. Oh, girl. <laughs> Listen, like I'm telling you. Well, then take your fucking drinks and like gobble gobble, motherfucker. But it should be making noise. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you should be having suction. Like a lot of girls just wrap their lips around it. You got to have suction. It's got to be wet. And a pro tip is, you know, a lot of girls will say like, it just doesn't get that wet. And it's because you're not putting it down your throat far enough. And if you have a high gag reflex, like I'm very lucky I don't have that. But if you do like just even a little bit, it's going to make your mouth water like crazy. Hmm. And you're going to want that. A a dry, slow, uh, quiet blowjob. No. It's awkward. No. Like do not do that. So kick it up a notch when you're sucking cock. It should be making noise. And if you're like me, it's making all the motherfucking noise, okay? I had sex with a guy one time. He was like a guy, like, fucking mute. Like, Oh, my God. I was, I turned around, I was like, are you, are you live back there? Like, have you ever slept with someone that's so awkwardly quiet? Yeah, I mean. That was my first time. I was like, I can't do it. It's been a while. It's been a while since I've had 
um, bad sex. <laughs> I, I'm very, I'm very lucky. Um, I'm like, does this feel good? Like I'm sucking his dick. I'm like, because I know I give a good blowjob, but I'm like, oh my god, yeah, you gotta make. I love the comments, like, oh, like, like, like right sucking. here, don't stop, or they're like, oh, Adrian, you're so good at that. I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, I know I yeah, am, bitch. Some like direction, yeah, right. Some positive feedback. It's been it's been so long since I've had somebody that was quiet. Oh, I just I only horrendous. Oh, that sucks. Ooh, Such a waste of a man. He was so hot. Oh, my God. It reminds me of the time I had a micropene. Uh. Oh, my God. And he was on top of me. I mean, girl, this man, he was big Italian, huge muscles, beautiful, piercing blue eyes. And he's on top of me and moving. And I'm like, is it in yet? <laughs> and he was like, yes. Oh, my God. And I was like, no way. So oh, that is that is such a disappointment. Yeah. Oh, man. I, I, no thrive, I thrive off of hearing yeah. So if you give me direction and you tell me how good it feels, I will do it 10 times Same. more. Yes. I'm all about the sights and the sounds. No doubt. Absolutely. And give eye contact. Oh, my God. Eye contact. Oh, there's nothing hotter. If, like, I have I have a couple of friends and they're like, I don't like looking. I'm like, girlfriend, oh, you have to look. You have to, like that face, those like big bedroom eyes. There is nothing is better than me on my knees looking up as they're standing. I'm sucking their dick. Thank you. Like, yes. I love it. I it's love that little sub kind of feeling. That brings me to my next tip. Introduce a mirror to the bedroom. Like, do you have one of those floor-length mirrors? I do. <gasps> Suck dick in front of that. It's the best. Like I said, I got nailed in front of a fucking mirror. I like with... watching myself do it. Oh, my God. Me too. Oh, girl. I, I masturbate all the time. I pull the mirror I pull the mirror over and watch myself play I'll be like, I'll myself. turn into like a little porn star. Me too. I oh love God, that. I look good. Yes. I've actually <laughs> sent some hot uh, selfies to my dom. I'm like, look, I'm playing in the mirror. I love mirror play. But sucking dick in front of the mirror... 10 out of 10. Or when you're bent over and you can watch him behind mm-hmm. you and his faces and stuff. Oh, like just do not underestimate the power of a mirror oh, in the bedroom. Equally, like I love watching a man go down on me. I will oh watch God. him. Oh, girl, I watch the entire time. Same. That's my favorite I'm thing like to, to do. like to the left. When he looks up, I'm like, yeah, you fucking eat that pussy, bitch. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm just, I'm, I'm like the biggest shit talker ever. <laughs> it was oh, something so hot. Is uh, when I was playing in the room or whatever, one of my friends, he was like, you're such a little fucking slut, Adrian. And I was like, you know it, bitch. (laughs) It was so funny. He's such a nice guy. And he was like, you're a little slut. I'm like, I know. (laughs) And on the topic of eating out, like when a man's down on me, like, you know, like for me, coming from having my pussy eaten out is like the best come ever. I know. And like I want to come until it's like my legs are shaking. It's Mm. uncontrollable and Mm -hmm. I have to push you away. But like when I push you away, like hold me, Mm. like hold my legs. Do not let me go because I I will just come for like an hour. Are you a squirter? I am. Me too. But I've only had one person be able to make me squirt. Really? Mm -hmm. You know what? I feel like a key to squirting is a lot of warm up. I feel like you got to have that warm up. You know, it's like it's like starting an engine. You got to warm it up, you know, get it ready and then take off. Mm-hmm. You know, I, um, I dated a guy that loved eating pussy. And mm-hmm. so that that was the only guy that I squirted with because he would just eat me out. I would come and then he would just like finger bang me until I squirted. Oh, I love that. Uh, and yes. he it drove him crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just had a vision in my head when I was in that like orgy seven whatever it was and he was like fuck like and by the way gently like they do it gently but hard at the same time so it doesn't hurt and he was just like i my legs were widespread and he was just like admiring my pussy and like jam and i was like squirting everywhere yeah i love it like i love being on my back he's like finger banging me and he's on his knees next to my head oh my god and i'm sucking his dick oh and i'm squirting and i'll keep his dick in my mouth while i squirt oh my god yes oh so and the, much. And the more I squirt, the deeper his dick goes. Holy shit, that feels so good. It does. Have, so have you ever, have you ever had a threesome before? No. Oh 
my God. Okay. We're going off here. <laughs> this is just the tip segment, but I don't fucking care. When I tell you, like having a cock jammed in your mouth while you're getting fucked. Well, also I've had like other play going. I mean, it is like none other. Threesomes. I love a threesome. Like it's just the best. And especially MFM when all the attention is on you. Girl, like talk <laughs> about that cock in your mouth and fingers. Get fucked while you have a cock in your mouth. It is. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to expand your horizons. I feel like I think oh, I'm going to break you into this. You've never had a threesome, like no, no gr- oh my god, ever. Okay, I kissed the girl once, and that was about it. They're my lesbian best friends. I've kissed both of them. That was about it. Like make out. I love kissing girls. By the way, I don't. I can't remember if her tongue was in my mouth. I don't remember. <laughs> uh, my friend, uh, what do I call her? I call her Rainy on the show. Um, like I said, I'm hanging out with her this week. I have a date with her, and I'm like, I can't wait to make out with her. <laughs> you know, I just, I've, I have really, I have. Uh, I've expanded my boundaries. I think it's great. I just, I'm just doing what feels good. I, I don't wish care more people anymore. were that open. Yeah. I just, I just don't care anymore. I'm just going to do what feels good. And like, I like making out with her. And you know, when I was eating that girl's pussy and stuff, like it felt good. It felt right. And uh, I'm not going to, I'm just going to do what I want. I wish more women would talk about it. Like mom dates and play dates would be a lot more fun. I can't even do those anymore. Girl. I'd never go on them. I can't. It's too vanilla. It's funny. A lot of my friends and I in the lifestyle will talk about, you know, oh, I had to go to this cookout last week and it was so boring because like it's just that like vanilla stuff. You're just like, it's like, have you seen that? Um, I think it's like a video and the girl comes in from she's like when you go over to Facebook after you've been on TikTok and you're like, I don't mean to be yeah. a bitch, but you guys are really boring. Yeah. Like that's how I feel when I'm with like vanilla people. I'm just like, Ugh. like we're not talking about sucking cock or making out and you're not. I don't know. It's just a different vibe. Oh, yeah, it is. I always know that when my friend Vera and I are together and we're at like some lame neighborhood party, like there's if we're together, you know, we're talking about some dick. I'm going to tell you this right now. The last thing I want to fucking talk about is like changing diapers nope. or kids' schedules. Or, you're yeah, out. Why do you want to talk about your kids when you're out? Same here. I'll, I'll be over there like, oh, that guy over there, he fucks. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> we definitely have to hang out more. I'm going to come down there too. I mean, seriously, I'm just like, uh, no one cares about your fucking bento box lunch, okay? <laughs> Can give a fuck. Yeah. Me, I'm like, take the Lunchable from the fridge and stick it in the fucking paper bag and lunch is me, I'm okay? I'm like, this is your one night out a month. Like, you want to talk yeah. about your, guys, your fucking kids. No. Ugh. All right, back to just the tip. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's too easy to talk to you. Okay, so I have a big one. Uh, I want to remind everyone that foreplay starts first thing in the morning, okay? So send that sext. Interrupt that meeting, send that sexy photo to your partner and have them begging you to get home. Mm -hmm. So I think a lot of people and a lot of, I think men too, they're trying to like, they're like, you know, honey, like how about later sexy time or whatever, you know, start that shit in the the beginning of the day. And I love being told things like, you look so fucking beautiful today. Like when you get home, I'm going to fuck you so hard. Like I love that kind of talk. Thinking about your titties. Oh yeah. Yeah. And like, you're fucking anxious to get home. Okay. So Foreplay, it starts first thing in the morning. Oh, yeah. I want, I want someone where I see you. I want to jump your bones. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. I have some tips, by the way, when it comes to sexting, because I've had a few guys send me, you know, like the wall of text. Mm-hmm. I'm not reading that. Nope. Like, you got to keep that shit simple. Like, I want to fuck your pussy tonight. <laughs> not... I would like for you to walk home, come home and eagerly take off your pants. No, no, it's not a novel. Like I've had, there's some guys out there that like to write these stories. Yeah. They'll send them to me in DMs and stuff. And I'm just like, ugh. I don't want it unless I ask for it. Yeah. That's another thing. But like, I just don't like that wall of text. I usually just skim and go to the last line. 
You know what I mean? So yeah. like, keep it simple and keep it short and tell me what the fuck you want. Leave something for the imagination. That's another thing too. Yeah, Make yeah, me yeah. crave it. Yes, for sure. Okay. Another thing when it comes to sexing is stick to what you're good at, you know? So know your assets. Like for me, I always like to talk about sucking dick. Like I'm like, um, I'm going to keep your cock warm in my mouth later. Or, you know, oh, my throat really needs to be filled by your cock right now. And I want you to take your hand and rest it on my throat so you can feel it going in and out. Like stuff that I know I'm good at. Like that's the stuff that you need to focus on and like talk to with your partner. And I feel, you know, another thing, if you are lost and you're like, I don't know what to say, or I don't feel that sexy, or I'm not as confident as you talk about a previous sex capade. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, remember in the hot tub? Like, you know, I'll send my dog. <laughs> Remember we were in the hot tub when I was riding you and we were watching those other couples have sex and we just couldn't control ourselves. And, you know, you could talk about a previous sexcapade if you're lost of what to say or how to That's be sexy. Yes. Okay. All right. Another huge pro tip. I don't know if you do this, but I highly recommend use good lighting. Okay. So if there's one thing I've learned in the lifestyle, and I showed you videos yeah. of like the rooms and stuff, lighting is everything. And red is the best color. It just is. I feel like red's not only sexy, it also hides a lot. Mm -hmm. um, I have like stretch marks on my stomach from having babies and like it totally just goes away. I love that. So I actually installed LED strips behind my headboard and it's great. I just turn it on red. I think I'm going to get some from behind my television too, just for like added light in the corner, but lighting. Okay. And like, just, I have like, it's like a red room. Like whenever my dom comes over or I have anybody over, I pop on those lights, like red lights. Okay. It's the best. I mean, I love fucking like nooners or in the daylight or outside or whatever. But like when you have, when you know you're gonna be fucking in your room or in a specific space, like even out here where I have my sex swing and stuff, like I have a, I have a lighting thing out there. It makes it look like there's stars everywhere, like just different lighting so it's not like that bright light in your yeah. face. You know what I mean? Speaking of a sex swing. Makes it sexy. That's a pro tip in itself. Oh, yes. <laughs> I got one, thanks to you. <laughs> it's um, on my website, midlifecraving.com. Isn't I, it the best thing? Oh, it's, I love it. And it was like, what, like $60? I know. I probably got like a bunch of my friends to get it. I love it. I love putting my man in it. Let's uh, talk about that. Because you said, what did you do? I had my ex in that. And he's like the man's man, right? Like, I won't let anyone do it because I'm a man. <laughs> I had his ass in that sex swing, like, hot box in that shit. And, like, there is nothing better than sucking some dick on there. Like, you can just get it. All of that. So when you're talking about, okay, so you were sucking his dick. Are we doing the taint area? Oh, are absolutely. Eating ass? I'm eating ass. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yes sticking okay. my finger in is that yeah <gasps> so wait a minute so tell me the position because when i get into the swing i have like my ass on the butt strap yeah. my back on the back strap. and then he his, was like that he was like that and his legs in the the yeah. stirrups he was like full in he was full in legs I've wide never open had a man like that in my swing at first i i think he was a little timid because you know like i said he's like i'm a man but he was my bitch when he was in that thing oh girl oh my god so are you did you like being dominant like that i did mm. yeah which I'm is funny because most of the time I like to be dominated. Me too. I'm definitely a submissive. I'm a brat for through and through. But I have had Baywatch in the swing. and But it was like I, I never really positioned him or, you know, you have to set the set, like maneuver the straps or whatever. And get That's it the really only thing I don't like about it. It I takes know. too much time. Okay. Well, here's a tip for that. So do it while you're clothed because it's like a form of foreplay. Mm -hmm. So get yourself in there with full clothes and then be like, oh, let's check this strap. And like you're you're like basically like thrusting like dry humping into each other so i do like that i haven't used it Try that with anyone time. else mm. i just haven't oh my god found I've... any freaky and freaky men since i have fucked so many men in that swing 
<laughs> That's like my first thing. I'm like, you want to get in the swing? I just don't have that many men at my house. It takes a lot. Yeah. You know, I'm more open to that. I'm getting better about it. You're not staying the night, though. That's the thing. But I, you could fuck. We could fuck all over this house. I don't care. Yeah. So yeah. I guess sometimes I just don't want certain men at my house. So if I if I have to feel very comfortable with you to invite you to my house. By the way, I just had a vision. Okay. <laughs> One time. <laughs> I'm laughing because of where you're sitting. I'm so sorry to tell you this. But Dr. B one time, this is fucked up. But this is what I do for D, okay? Um, I was actually, oh, my God. I'm, I'm going to get so much shit for this. But whatever. Moy, mother of the year. I was so fucking horny. And Dr. B was like, I'm going to come by and sneak into your basement. Because I was like, I'm recording. Stay upstairs, you know. And he snuck into the back door here. And he was, like, sitting on that chair. And I was, like, sucking his dick and stuff. And he was like, just. We were fucking each other like crazy in here. But like I snuck him in and then snuck him out. <laughs> and I thought to myself, if my daughter sees a strange man in the yard, I'm just like, that's the gardener. <laughs> Sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I had to. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do after this show because I'm fucking horny now. Oh, my- <laughs> it happens a lot. Is your basement flooded? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, my God. I think I'll refrain from showing you all the toys I have upstairs then before you leave. <laughs> Oh, my God. <sighs> All right. So we talked about lighting. Uh, you talked about your eating pussy and getting the sex swing. I think I think we've covered it all and then some. I think so. <laughs> uh, all right. So let's let's wrap this up. By the way, this is we've like been talking for almost two hours. Have we really? Oh, my God. Yes. It doesn't even <laughs> feel like that. Okay. My this has been so much fucking fun. And it was so amazing to meet you. I'm looking forward to hanging out with you in Baltimore. Yes. I'm going to get my passport and head down to Virginia and see you. <laughs> Well, you're going to be in Reston on Thursday. If you have time, we can meet up. I have a date with Rainy after. Oh, okay. I know, I'm a little booked up. But I'll come down. I'm down. I'm okay. down and around. I am always okay. down to come here, too. Yes, yes. Okay. And this, you know what? Like, it's been so wonderful getting to know you and following you. I feel like I've known you for a long Absolutely. time. Well, it's been like a year yes. or so since we've been talking yeah. and stuff like that. So, And it's just really awesome to meet you. You know, a lot of people say, like, do you meet your fans? Do you meet people from your show? Yes, all the time. And I fucking love that. It's a say, It's your people. Yes, and my show has brought me so much. You know, I talk about, you know, the shitty parts of it. It, it is hard sometimes to get all the hate and all that stuff. But my show's brought me so much good. I can't overlook that, you know. And you're one of those bright Aww, spots for yay, me. yeah, thank you. So if you want to follow my, you can follow her on social media. So you said you're an Instagram whore. So. I am. <laughs> and you, you are a realtor in Northern Virginia. You cover all of Northern Virginia. I cover areas. all of Northern Virginia. Okay. Uh, primarily Loudoun County, but all over. Okay. And I love what you say, matchmaking homes with people since 2012. That's I just, me. I love that like matchmaker saying. It's really cute. So you are at Miss Tangy, M S T A N G Y. So yes. go follow, and you get you have the best selfies, <laughs> lots of travel. So go follow her over there. Oh, thank you. <laughs> All right, gal, let's get out of here and let's go make another crush. Let's go. All right. All right. Let's talk about what's coming up on the next episode of Midlife Craving. My gynecologist is going to be here, and I'm so excited. She is answering all of your questions to include, is squirt pee? <laughs> we going to find out. We're going to learn. We're going to learn together. And I'm really looking forward to this episode. I have a lot of stuff coming up. I can't, I can't help myself. I love coming. <laughs> I am going to do an episode all about blowjobs. I have so many tips and tricks and techniques, and I think I'm just going to dedicate an entire episode to it. 
I have the hotel takeover coming up, which, oh my God, countdown is on. I cannot wait to have that experience and of course share it with you. I'm going to do an episode also on the slut protocols. A lot of you ask me, you know, Adrian, how do you keep your feels in check? And I really believe in the slut protocol. So I'll break that down for you. I also am having Zach back for another episode of Urban Dictionary Discoveries. That episode was so funny and so fun. Plus, it's been a while since he's been on the show. There's just so much coming up that I'm excited for, and you should be too. Don't forget, OG Flow at Tracy'sDog.com. Check her out. Use the code CRAVERS20, get 20% off, and find out what I'm talking about. I mean, this toy made me come in three minutes with no porn, okay? Like, uh, mind-blowing. <laughs> a fucking 10 out of 10. Highly recommend. Actually, all of this talk about Flo, I'm going to go use her right now. Oh, my clit just throbbed. Let's fucking go. Let's see if she can make me come in under two minutes. I don't know. You think she can? I don't know. Maybe. I'm the bitch that's going to find out. <laughs>